Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Downtown in the rain, 9.30 on a Tuesday night. Just to check out the late night record shop. Call it impulsive, call it compulsive, call it insane. But when I'm surrounded, I just can't stop. It's a matter of instinct, it's a matter of conditioning, a matter of fact. You can call me Pavla, down. Ring a bell and I'll salivate. How'd you like that? Dr. Landy, tell me you're not just a pedagogue Cause right now I'm lying in bed Just like Brian Wilson did Well I have, I'm lying in bed Just like Brian Wilson did So I'm Yeah. 
There we go. Um, yes, Geeky yeah. Girl. Hip hip hip. Hip hip hip. Hip hip hip. You're the first call of the night. Hello. Oh, oh, there we go. That's, that's, another, that's the next song from the Bare Naked Ladies. You might oh, love it, isn't it? A great album, that. It's a that, Gordon, isn't it? Gordon, it's the first, the first um, official album. They had um, cassettes and things before that, which are worth checking oh, out. Okay. It's their first album. And it was, I heard that when, um, Cap- on Capital, when Capital still used to play quite good music. Hey, here's a good album that I know none of you will have heard, right? Do you remember... The Crash Test Dummies. Yes. Right. What was their song? Their big hit was mm, 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 right, mm. right, right, right. And that was from the second album. Oh. Which wasn't very good. Did you hear the first album? Don't believe so. The first Crash Test Dummies album. I don't know if I've got it on my... I'm not got it on the computer. The first Crash Test Dummies album was a flipping masterpiece and i've not got it on here isn't that outrageous it was a masterpiece well i'm going to write that on my hands to look let, up. let me let me oh I tell you, let me play you the first bit hang on right uh let me on it crash test dummies right listen listen to this right hang on a second oh my god the first the first album it's called the ghosts that haunt me right let me let me play you that the ghosts that haunt me right, and then I'll play you, then I'll play you one of the best songs you've never. And then it's one of the most miserable songs, oh, but one okay. of the best. Right, listen. So this is upbeat, right? This is them upbeat, right? And this is brilliant. Oh, oh I forgot how good this was. Here we go. Here we go. There's a skeleton in everybody's closet. I can think of one or two in my own room. Then, then wait till it gets to the bouncy chorus. Here we get, they get to the bouncy chorus. I've forgotten all about the crash test dummies. All of these guys are still alive. Hang on. Here we go. And so dispel the gloom. Listen, listen, here we go, here we go. Because you're so kind, I know you would not mind. Send do your ghosts that haunt me now. Yeah, things I fear just wouldn't seem so near. When I stroll out late at night, would be nothing rattling at my ears. Here we go, here we go! Hang on, hang on, hang on! So they do that, right? Oh, that was quite uh, diddly diddly dee. It wasn't was it? diddly diddly dee. But then listen, listen to this. I'm going to play the most mu- miserable song in the world, but listen to the first two lines. Flipping heck. Listen to this. <gasps> oh, God, what a song. Here we go. Here we go. Shh, shh, shh. I'm still young, but I know my days are numbered. Flipping heck! I'm still young, but I know my days are numbered. Wow. Hang on, we go on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and so on. He's making a little joke there. All right, we go, hang on, here we go. But a time will come oh. when these numbers have all ended. And all I've ever seen Here we go. Be Listen to the catchy gun. chorus. Here we go, here we go. Won't you come to my funeral in my day? Flipping it! There's a song oh. in it. No, but it's beautiful. And then, right, last bit because it's not. I know it's not really a music show, but do you know what? 
He does, they oh, do a song. It's your birthday. I do what I want, isn't it? Listen yeah. to this. This is the best song ever about Superman, right? <laughs> there we go. This is, oh. Oh. I'm 19 again. Here we go, listen to this. It's the best song ever about Superman, right? Ever. Ever. Tarzan gets, gets us man in a minute. Was man. He just come along and scoop him up under his arm like that. Quick as a cat in the jungle. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Hang on, hang on. Clark Kent, no, there was a real gent. He would not be caught sitting around in no jungle scheme. Now listen to it, the lady comes in, the lady's coming in with the harmony. Here we go, we've not heard her yet, here she comes. Superman oh, on. Let me let me skip to the next chorus and the lady comes in, and then I'll stop and then we'll talk. Hang on, here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go. Forget Krypton and keep going. Forget Krypton, keep going. Here we go. Here she comes. Made any money for saving the world from Solomon Grundy. And sometimes I despair the world will never see another man. Here we go, one more goosebumps. Here it comes. Here we go. Tarzan was king of the jungle and We'll play that later on. We'll play the whole song later on. That's a good oh, song, isn't it? There's a treat. Good song. Here comes a cup of tea as well. There's a treat. There's oh, a another good, one. A I good... don't know many songs about Superman, to be fair. I wonder nice. how many songs are there. That, and, and that's got that mentions Solomon Grundy, which is uh, um, is like an obscure um, Superman villain. If I've got my Superman uh, mythology correct, what other song? We'll play that. We'll play that whole song later on because it's a real doozy. That whole album. I wonder if I've, I must still have it somewhere. Somewhere I've got to have the Crash Test Dummies album. The first one, not the second one. The first one. The first one that was good, but nobody, nobody heard. Nobody apart bought from it. You. Nobody bought it apart from me. And even I didn't buy it. My mate had it, and I nicked it off him. He lent it to me, <laughs> and I didn't give it back. He lent me that and Jimmy Webb Archive, and he never saw them again. You could have just copied them though, tape to tape. Uh, well, they were on CD, and I didn't have many oh. CDs. And I and I said, I'll, I'll I'll give them back to you, Josh. Don't worry. And um, oh, Joff, it wasn't Joff. It was it was Joff. Yes. And uh, he never he never he never got them back. Oh, but other Superman songs. Other Superman songs. Pocket full of kryptonite. Um, by the um, d- Spin twisted Doctors. Spin Doctors. I knew there was movement in it. I knew there was something. Yeah, kind of twirly. Pocket full of kryptonite. Um, Scrubs theme was I'm No oh, Superman. There's, um, um, oh, there's an XTC one. Is there? You know the one I mean, don't you? 
No, but I'm imagining it with sort of trumpets. So you've got a brass accompanying. I haven't got it on my computer. I've got hardly anything on my computer. Oh, that's going to annoy me now. Hang on a minute. Let's see. Dan. Dan. Hello. Do you Hello. do you Hello. know the XTC song I'm talking about? Uh, I don't. All I can think of is the um, Sergeant Rock one. No, that's the, not about Superman. No, but he was like a comic book thing, wasn't he, Sergeant? Um, it was. It was Brainiac's daughter. Oh no, 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 not me. Black Lace, Superman, of course. Turns out there's loads of songs. Go on, Dan. Um, Fire for Fighting. I've what? actually got, I'm looking at my iTunes and I've got two Superman songs within a space of like three songs. Hey, go on. Fight for Fighting. They did, uh, I have one hit years ago. It might have been it. It's called Superman. It's not easy. How does that go? Um, hang on a minute. I can play it probably. It's a bit maudlin. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We're in that kind of mood. We're in a maudlin kind of mood. Hang on, I'll jump to the chorus if I can get it. Please do. Please do. Okay. It's not going to right now. Come on, damn you. Come on, damn you. Oh. oh, gosh. I believe that will be called, um, um, Soft Rock. AOR. Yeah, AOR, yeah, that's the one. And then the Flaming Lips of the song called Waiting for a Superman. There we go. Well, is that about, is that about actual Superman? No, I think it's just a waiting for Yeah, Superman. this is what we yeah. need to be, we need to be careful, mm. um, about that. Oh. you got rules. Yeah, that, there, of course we have to have rules. Yeah, that's, that fight for fighting one, he's on about, you know, it's not easy being me and funny yes. and man in a funny red. I was thinking red. of Brainiac's Daughter isn't about Superman, I was thinking that's really Super Super Girl, but that's about Supergirl. Oh. Not Superman, so we can't we can't have that either. Man, it turns out there aren't as many Superman songs <laughs> as we first um, as we first thought there were. Wasn't the Laurie Anderson one about Superman as well? Uh, I remember that being the most boring song. That was like number one for a million years, and it lasted for twenty six minutes or something, didn't it? Wow! Oh, Superman! Ha 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 ha! That was it. Yep. What about I Am Superman by R.E.M.? You're just looking that up now. I'm looking on Twitter. You Your can't... sister suggested it. My sister, I've not logged into Twitter. Hang on a minute. She my sister can't me. play. She can't play. Stop talking oh. to my sister. Sorry, you're not allowed to play, Ian's sister. Stop playing, sister. Cheating. Stop playing. Oh. And uh, anyone who suggests songs by scouting for girls is going to get blocked. <laughs> well, that's an important rule, yeah. Do you remember scouting for girls? They were, t- they were, they were, um, big, and I use that in inverted commas and italics when I was working absolute, and we had to play that absolute uh. rubbish. Terrible. They had, like, they had like a greatest hit album, and there were like three greatest hits, and the rest were all album tracks or something ridiculous. Yeah, that. they were, I mean, they were sort of, I don't, I don't, I think they were like a teeny bop band, really. That yeah, never teeny quite... boppy, trendy. Trendy, yeah. yeah. Pop, I'm, pop rock. I'm, tr- I'm trendy, I'm a trendy kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anything else, uh, Dan and Geeky Girl? Uh, I was just going to say, good start to the show with bare naked ladies. Yes, well, you, you, um, good discussion about crash test dummies as well. And I was listening to them. I, I uh, were you listening to them? Album one or two? Uh, number two, but I only have two songs from album one. Which, on which songs have you got? Which songs? Uh, I have uh, the ghost that haunt me. Yeah, and 
androgynous, but it's a live version. Closer than we know, love each other so androgynous. Um, it's a good album, that. I'm going to dig that out tomorrow. That, that's tomorrow's um, vibe in the house. They'll get yeah. in on the same downer I'm on. Dan, Geeky Girl, thank you very much. Ray, Nigel and Alan. Oh, they're all coming out of the woodwork. Stay there, come to you after this. Hip, 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 Alan. Hip, and happy birthday. Yeah, there we go. Thank you very much. What, what have you been up to today, boss? Boss. Oh, it's been a quiet day today. Why is, well, the quiet days are nice. Yeah, and I'm also, there's only one member of the Quest Test is still going. What the heck? How do you know this? Thanks to a little thing called Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, mate, the home of the made-up fact. Um, who's still going? I'm guessing it's the bloke that sings like that. Brad Roberts. Yeah, is he? Brad Roberts. But is he still calling himself the Crash Test Dummies? He's the only original member. That's of the not test fair. Test. You can't do that, Brad. Brad, what are you doing, Brad? You can't call yourself the Crash Test Dummies when it's only you, Brad. What the what the freaking heck is going on here, man? And he's released a new single. Ah, I'm not interested. Not interested in his new material. For me, it's the classics. It's the old stuff. The first album is um is uh, a joyous treat. That uh, was the ghost that haunted me. Now. That was the name of the album. Yes. Hey, I went into a place I've never been into in my life before today. Where's that? A games workshop. Did you ever go on a demonstration games? Well, do you know what a games workshop is? Yeah, it's where they sell Warhammer. Yeah. How do you know that? Because I've done it in the past myself. I walk past it. Cause we, can't, we go past it to go to the boys' school, right? Yeah. And... The youngest, just recently, has been taking a really... He goes, oh, can we go in there and look at that? And I said, no, not really, no, not really, no, not really. And then today, I went, yeah, all right, fine, let's go in and have a little look around. I've, I've never been into a games workshop before. The home of the nerds. Well, <laughs> they were, but I'll be honest, the nerd that worked there was absolute... I'm a nerd. Yeah, so am I. I'm a nerd. And the nerd that worked there was great, right, because I was with two boys... Yeah. And I didn't have a clue what I was looking at, and there were some people playing the game, and, oh, you've launched an attack, and you've sustained damage, and all that stuff, right? Yeah. And, um, we were looking around, and this, some of the models are brilliant, right? Really intricate, right? And yeah. I, I, and the guy kept coming up to us, and I said, we're, j- we're literally just looking around, mate, honestly, it's fine. And, and he came up again, and he said, um, as we were going, right, he said, oh, would your, would you, your two lads be interested in painting some models? I went, whoa, yes. Yes, that, and their eyes lit up. They, he went, they went, yes. I said, we can't do it now. We're off to Pizza Express. They're buying me my dinner for my birthday, right? Yeah. But, but, um, we'd love to come back. And he wrote a little card. He wrote, I've got a card. Look, this is the Games Workshop card, right? And he's written on their, their names. You're invited to a painting lesson. What will you need to bring? A smile. They can do that. They can yeah. do that. And he said, what you do is you come in for an hour. They got some, it's free. You get a free look, couple of little models you get to paint, and then he'll kind of try and teach them the basics of, of the game and stuff. Oh, that's how they suck you in. Well, exactly. It's like um, a dealer giving you um, free drugs until you're hooked on the drugs, Alan, and then you start paying. Or, or you realise the drugs are quite good fun, and you want to buy more drugs because it's so much fun. And you then and then when you grow up, you stop taking the drugs because you you kind of grown out of them. It's kind of like that, I think, isn't it? Warhammer? Yeah. I mean, are you, I've got to ask you a question, Alan. Are you masturbating? 
No, I'm not. I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think how you have to stop Warhammer at. Yes. Um. Nineteen. I would have said about twenty-one. Okay, well, fair play. It's two years difference. That's close. As near as damn it. It's about nineteen to twelve. Well, let's meet in the middle. Say twenty. All right, fine. To, to twenty years old, you've got to stop playing the uh, Warhammer games. Is Warhammer the game? It's a franchise. Okay, it's a franchise. Okay. Um. Okay. You got games like Warhammer Four Thousand. <laughs> what about Warhammer Five Thousand? Is that as well? Mm. And can they cr- can they cross over? Like like you get nowadays, you get ba- like you get uh, all the superheroes having a fight, right? You get Batman and having a fight with Superman, and you get the Mar- the Avengers having a fight with the other Avengers and the Hulk smash fights. All these other guys. Can you get like Warhammer Four Thousand versus Warhammer Five Thousand? No, because they're set in different time zones. I, I'm a I'm a wizard, and I create a time portal. In my way, yeah. You see, you see. If you suggest that the game works up. They might go for I'm it. gonna go in there. First thing, guys, I gotta say, right, I, l- I love what you're doing with the Warhammer 4000. Really love what you're doing with the Warhammer 5000. You wanna make it so you can play both games? Well, actually, you can't do that. Aha! I'm a, war- I'm a warlock and I create a time portal and I throw Warhammer 4000 into Warhammer 5000. You're away. Uh- yeah, and it's all, and you've got these Space Hammer games as well. Because I, because my boys, right, despite what I have done in the past for a living, they don't, they don't play video games, really. They, they play a little bit of Pac-Man on his Cano. Well, I've got a reply to Cano. Cano wants me to do a competition. Oh, and someone wants me to give away a couple of free tickets to, um, a, a film screening in a couple of weeks. I say go for it. Yeah. Um, so, but they don't really play video games. And I'd kind of like, I kind of like them to get into all of that sort of stuff, throwing 20-sided die and stuff like that. Yeah. I'll be up for that. Uh, did we say 20-year-olds was the time to stop we did. playing Warhammer? We did. We did, yeah. Yeah, we did. Do you, are you disputing yourself now? Well, I stopped when I was 19, so I was... I uh, said 19. Was, well, I stopped at 19. I said Before 19. you said 19. Well, well, obviously before I said 19, because what, that was, what, about 15 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I only said it today, and you stopped 15 years ago, but I did say 19, and then you said 21, despite the fact that actually... And I said we'll meet in the middle. Right. And say 20. Right. Which is called a compromise. Well, it is called a compromise, but then you, but then you threw a Spaniard in the works, because you said 19. Well, well, it was the day before my 20th birthday. Ooh, uh, oh, it's close, isn't it? It's close. Yeah, got bored with it. If you were a king, right? Yeah? And you could say, off with his head. Go on, yeah. s- go on, say it. Off with his head! But say it, say it, say it a little bit, say it a little bit clearer. Off with his head! Lovely. Okay, fine. We'll have a competition to see who can say off with his head the best. And then as a prize, and I'm literally just just thinking this out loud, as a prize, we'll actually have someone's head chopped off. Like a criminal. Maybe Boris Johnson. No, 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 no. Don't get political. No, it'd be like a paedophile. It'd be a nonce or something. We'll do, you know, we'll do it to someone who deserves it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you'll do it to a paedophile or, um, 
um, someone who robs, you know, goes and robs old ladies. We'll do it. To, we'll do. We'll chop the head off of someone who deserves. We're not gonna do a politician. We'll do. We'll do it. We'll do it to. Um, oh, I know. We'll, we'll chop. Um, we'll chop Ralph Harris's head off. Shall we? Can we do that? We have to break him out, put him to chopping block. Well, that sounds like a, that sounds like a fun. Um, okay, right, fine. Well, this the show is starting to take shape. So. The co- two competitions running simultaneously, they're both dependent on each other. The first competition is who can say off with his head the best. Yeah. The second competition, who can break Rolf Harris out and bring him to the studio by one o'clock at the, the, the end of the show? Sounds like a plan. And uh, I, I, my bosses fully endorse everything I do, so it's we can say it's official. Talk Radio is behind the listeners of this station to trying to break Rolf Harris out of prison and bring him in here for um, the swift justice that can only be delivered by the listeners of Talk Radio. Live on Periscope. Alan, thank you very much indeed. We've just had an email from a boss. He says it is illegal to um, bust Rolf Harris out of prison. But he would say that, wouldn't he? Wasn't a definite no. He just said it was, he had to remind him it was illegal. He would say that because he has to follow the rules. It wasn't a no. It wasn't a definite no. So, that competition's still running, but we've got to keep it a little bit quiet. Okay, keep it a little bit quiet, but before one o'clock, if you're watching on Periscope, we'll be chopping off Rolf Harris's head live on Periscope. And the person who gets to do that is the person who says, off with his head, the best. Um, let's go to Nigel. Good evening, Nigel. Oh, hi, Ian. How are you? You all right? Um, yes, I'm... Have you had a good day? Um, you sound miserable as sin. Well, I'm a bit tired. I've done 30, 30 miles cycling in the, in the, in the sun, heat, so I'm a bit tired. I'm you not think, too bad, You though. think that's hard work? I did two rounds of um, mini-golf. <laughs> What's the difference? I was going to say, but you're talking about Superman. Not listening. Yes. And uh, I was thinking, I used to like the Bionic Woman, you know, Lindsay Wagner. What? Years ago. Did you ever watch that program? I thought you said the Barnet Woman. Barnet Woman. The, the, you know, su- Supergirl, it was. Well, she, no, she wasn't Supergirl. She was Bionic. Yeah, the Bionic Woman, that's what I mean. Supergirl was, was, was a film. It was a Supergirl film, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and uh, so which, which British actor, mm. which, which mm. famous British satirist was mm. the star of, one of the stars of the Supergirl movie? Oh, uh, I, don't, I only know the super the super girl. I don't know all yet. Oh, yeah, there was that man with white hair. Yeah, who what? But who was he? Wasn't it what? P- Petro Tall, no. isn't it? You know Petro Tall. Yes, I do. Actor. Yes, it, what the character act? Aren't all actors character actors? Wasn't he great, Petro Tall? I used to love his acting. He was obviously was in the the, the Omar Sharif film as well. You know, the one in the, in the desert. desert. There's no women in that film, so I'm surprised <laughs> you watched it. <laughs> desert film, wasn't it? Pete's what was it called, the desert film he was in? Taj Mahal. No, uh, Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah, that was the one. That was the sequel. I got it, didn't I? My brain's working now. <laughs> yeah, you, well, you say that, Nigel. Yes. 55 anyway, years too late. I, I've got a new jingle for you tonight. I thought you might have. I had a feeling. When I saw <laughs> your name on the screen, I thought, oh, Nigel's going to play me a low-quality, faint cassette of a jingle <laughs> that he's recorded for me. I don't know how I knew that, but I but just anyway, picked up on the vibe. You can have it if you want. You've gone back to <laughs> you've gone back to not listening. I bet you've said that yeah. to a couple of um, yes. um, hookers. Which ones? Yeah, we go. <laughs> um, you've gone back to not listening, haven't you? Yeah, I am listening. I'm listening. I'm listening, Neil uh, Ian. <laughs> yes. What was you going to say, Ian? Yes. It's all gone. Qu- it's all gone quiet again. 
<clears throat> Play your jingle, Mike. Disney films, Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan. I'm touching myself. Watching. <laughs> you can't, but you can't say her name properly. Um, can't, no, not when I'm singing it. Pro- I can't. But anyway, what, 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 <laughs> I, I, okay, how can you not? How can you not sing Lindsay Lohan? But you sing Lindsay Lohan. Well, it is difficult to get the the words in. Isn't Hang on, it? Rob. Can you get it in? Hello? Can you sing Lindsay Lohan, or do you sing Lindsay Lohan? Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan. He can do Lohan. it. sounds better the way I did it, though. What? Mispronouncing her name as Lindsay Lohan? What is that? You can... You know, He's got the Lohan. Sound, it sounds okay. It sounds... I mean, it's... Well, but it's only my first time doing that. Can you play again? Pardon? I have to run it back. Yeah, what, on the tape? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you've got to rewind it, of course. I'll just rewind it. It's, it's done now. Yeah. Do you oh, want to hear it again, then? Yeah, I do, actually. Oh. Rob, you want to hear it again, don't you? More than life itself. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Lindsay, Lindsay Lohorn. Oh, hang on a minute. It's, I didn't... I ran it the wrong way. Oh, you fast-forwarded no. it. <laughs> Sorry. It's an old-fashioned play. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. No, I am doing it. I am saying Lindsay Lohan. No, you're not. You're saying Lindsay Lohan. No, I wasn't. Lohan. Listen. Horn. 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 She does a lot of acting in films today. She's a great girl. She's not trusted to have a job in cinema. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, you say? Yeah, you said, yeah, you said Lindsay Lohan. 
No, it's Lindsay Lohan. I just heard it. I did it the right way. Hang on a minute. I just heard Lindsay Lohan. I heard Horn. What did you hear, Rob? No, but on my right, on Lindsay my thing. Lindsay Lohan, as in she gives me the Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. No, but on my recorder, it's a, it's a, I was pronouncing it right, anyway. <laughs> hey, but your recorder must be broken, then. Yeah, but it doesn't always come over clear over the phone, does it? Sometimes it, it, well, it distorts Well, it's it. funny that everything else word. came over clear. Do you hear every other word? I, I know what I can do, Ian. You can sing it live. I'll sing it live. Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan, what a great girl she is. That was all right, wasn't it? That was a... <laughs> Lohan? Lohan. Who's Lohan? Lindsay yeah. Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Lohan. How do you say, Lohan. Hang on, how do you say her name properly, Rob? Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay yeah, Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Alright, yeah, go, Rob, you ready? <laughs> oh, count count us in, Nigel. Uh, happy birthday, is it? Happy birthday? C- count us in. Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan, she's not in films much anymore because of issues. Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan. But that rumours video she did was quite good. Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan. Your turn, Nigel, freestyle. Pardon? Freestyle. What? Freestyle. Oh, well, you want me to sing? Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan. Disney Today. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. On television. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan. On Viagra Vi- Today. What the hell? <laughs> She's on Viagra. Uh, Allegedly. You can't say that. <laughs> you can't say that for crying out loud. about that, then? What I'll about my... Jimmy Savile, uh, I'll take off Jimmy Savile, shall I? I wish, I wish someone would. No, <laughs> he's not here anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, probably... Pro- that about that, then, yes. Go on, then. That's about that, then. Go on, do, do you, Jimmy Savile? <laughs> that was it. Oh, flip, he just said his words. I haven't got the London, London, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we have got Nigel, who has written to me and said, Dear Jim, <laughs> please could you fix it for me to I sing my song, Lindsay um, Lohan. I sat on his knee once, a long time ago, but... Uh, but I, would, I would not link yourself <laughs> with that, if at all possible. No, I, was, I, I think I met him once a long time ago. Okay, that's, that's, mm. that's great news. But that was before we knew what he was, you know, but anyway. That, that's great news. Mm. Well, thanks for but calling. the other person you were talking about. The other, Rob. Rob. Uh, Rolf Harris, but he, we don't know if it's true about him, do we? Well, hang on. Um, He's well. in prison mm. for it. Oh, so they must have evidence then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. they found him guilty. Oh, that's true. Nigel, do you, do you want to toss glitter into the ring for us? I don't, what, I don't read the paper much, that's why I don't know much. <laughs> no, no. Really? No, they don't say. Well, Nigel, that, I can't read goodbye. my eyesight's bad. Um, Go- goodbye. Yes? Goodbye. Oh, you know why my eyesight's bad, don't you? Goodbye. Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan. Um. Touching myself. Rob! 
Yo. Ray, stay there. Coming to you in a bit. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you, dear listener, want to take part in the show, you can do. Um, um, Rob, yes, Rob, what have you got for us, boss? I'd love to take part in the show. In well, fact, yes, I've just been telling your security guard I am the creator of Iron Cast Warriors of the Medieval Fortress. He's not letting me in. You're not downstairs, are you? I'm outside with a bag of birthday goodies. Are you really? I am. Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> birthday! Oh, right. Um, Catherine, could you go downstairs and bring Rob up to the studio? All right, it, it can do it. No one's going to do close. it. All I'm right. Close. Right, oh, hang on a minute. Um, all right, well, just come up. I'll ask the security guard again, but let he's me... like, you're not, you're not coming in. He'll, he'll, let you, he'll let you in. Tell him, well, um, let... tell him you've got a gun. No, don't do that. All right. Go, so, can someone, go and, can someone go and get him? Can someone go and get him and bring him up? Right, it's going to come down and bring you up. Go on, go on let's see. You get me. Go on. The door's locked. Oh, that one. Knock on the door. Hiya, fella. It's coming down. It's New Zealand fella for me. I'm uh, Ian Lee's brother, Steve. It, it's coming down. Yeah. I'm going to wait here. That's all right. Hello? Yeah. We're on it. We're on it. Is this the night that you're going to kill me? No. Got birthday goodies. Okay, okay, we'll see you in a few minutes. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. Yes, Ray. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I suppose you've got some jammy dodgers for you. Um, uh, never eat food from a listener. Yes. Well, anyway, uh, what was I going to say? Off with his head. Sorry. What was it? Oh, I'll come out through. Um, Do it again. Off with his head. It's, you sound like um, Frankie Howard. Frankie Howard. Well, yes. I was hoping I'd sound more like. Hilda Bracknell or someone. No, it, uh, it, it sounds a bit rubbish. Do, do. A bit rubbish, okay. Off rubbish with his head. Movement. Oh, dear. I'm a loser. Why don't you kill no, me? No, come on. Off with his head. Off with his head. No, but that's, that's better. That's more powerful. Yeah. Sounded a bit more like a handbag. <laughs> yeah, that, that, it did a little bit sound like... Hey, I'll tell you what I've been listening to. I've been listening to 4 Extra, right? Because I've worked out I've got it on my car. Now I've got DAB Radio, right? Yeah. And on the way home, if the two mics are getting too football-y, right, I won't, can't listen to LBC, I certainly can't listen to Five Live, so I'm listening to Four Extra. And they've been playing radio plays, right, by, um, um, I want to say Ed uh, Morton, but it's not, it's, um, who's the fat guy? Uh, me? No, um, <laughs> um, the, oh, the, uh, Orson Wells! Orson Welles. Yeah. And it's him in, in the Harry Lyme character from The Third Man. I listened to it a bit. I turned to Four Extras tonight on the way in and they were playing it. And these are radio plays that were broadcast on the BBC in 1952. They've never been broadcast since, right? Ah. Uh, and they've been playing. They're half good. I bet they are. They're half good. I've been listening to that. It's only good. Well, I okay, that well, I've, got, I've got a little uh, happy birthday song for you, courtesy of Nick Abbott. Okay, go on then. Happy birthday to... Happy birthday to... Happy birthday to... Happy birthday to you. There you go. Thank you very much, Ray. Look, here, cut, look at you, fella, you, you're putting on a bit of weight. Come and sit down, sit down here. Look, look there's, there's the periscopers. Look, you can wave to the internet. Rob right. Bonet. Nice to meet you, Cap. Where, where are you going? Sit down there. Okay. Sit down, sit down there where I've indicated. Where? There, where the red light's on, you, you oh, muppet. Right. Look, there's the, you're on the Hi. periscope. Hi. Oh, 
a little bit. There we go. That's Rob Bonet, uh, regular listener. Um, you, we put your headphones on. Okay. Because we, we've got... Oh, you've got Pringles and everything. Pretty sweet. Um, we've got, um... You're going to have to... Oh, because I can never work out. Are you, are you chewing? No. It sounds like you're chewing. No. no. I'm a radio professional. Well, all right. Okay. Um, we've got Noel Edmonds on the line. Hello, Ian. Hello, Noel. How are you getting on tonight? Oh, oh I'm all right. It is actually Noel Edmonds. It is Noel tonight. Um, a happy birthday to you. A happy yeah. birthday to you. I've got something in the box tonight. Would you like to know what it is? Um, is it the popcorn trick? No. <laughs> okay. But, hold on, Noel. Yes. Hold on. Yes. What have you, What box have you been brought tonight? Which, I don't know what you're talking about. You've got a box just been brought into you. Come on. A box of Pringles. That's not a box, that's a tube. Tube. No, it is, oh, it is a tube, it's isn't it? Yeah, it? I've got a new idea for a new box. <laughs> 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 yes, go on, mate. Let's, let's hear this, Noel. <laughs> okay. Well, it's, it's, it's like a box. Yes. It looks not like silly. a box, but it's not a box. Right. It, so, hang on a second again. It looks like <laughs> a box. It smells like a box. <laughs> yeah. It tastes like a box. Steady on, mate. This is a fact. We've got, you know, we've got kids listening. <laughs> Gone a bit raunchy, you know. It, it's, he's got, got a little bit blue. Yeah, hold, hold on. Now, it's not quite shaped like a box, though. What, what is a box shape? Cuboid. Am, am I allowed to say? Well, I don't know. Listen, I'm gonna, let's cut to the chase. Are we talking about a lady's private parts? <laughs> what, a cricket bat? No. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what lovely birthday gifts have you been brought tonight, Ian? Tell me. From Rob? I don't know. Let's find out. I'm open. Come on, it. let's have a look. What, Rob, what have you got in your box? It is now being unwrapped as we speak. Ooh, Go for it's, it. It's closing. Your friend, Scott. Yes. Oh, you've not got balcony involved. In no, this. no. I've got his Japanese, uh... <laughs> Japanese there you go. What? Japanese, uh, <laughs> competitor. Koi Cop? They're all on there. All your favourites. There's you. <laughs> yeah. Where, where's me? That's you, the big one. It's not me. Yes. That's you. Yes. And then there's uh, your favourite monkey. Mike Nesmith. Mike Nesmith. Yes. Then there's Pat Sharp. Yes. Who I know which career you've followed. Yes. Is he still around? And then there's Ryan Reynolds. Oh, I've gone off Ryan Reynolds now. Although oh, I love the excellent you? adverts. I'd already put the the order in, you okay, see. Well, so you put yours on. So you didn't get this from Scott Balcony? No, I've made that myself. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've... means this 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 will wash off after a couple of washes, and then there's quite a nice t-shirt. And there you go, t-shirt buddies oh, for life. There we go, t-shirt buddies. For... Thank you, Rob. It's that really is um, Alan uh... Lee's birthday t-shirt. <laughs> there you go. Hey, come on, Ian. Ian sounding chipper tonight, isn't he? There you go. Hey, That's, yes, well, you've, you've made the man a happy boy. It's Noel from here, say so we couldn't it, find you. It's <laughs> <laughs> do you remember, do you remember, um, how come all the ladies from here, say, went on to great things apart from the blonde one? So two, two thirds of the ladies went on to great thing, greater things. No, two, no thirds of the men did. That's true. No, well, which one didn't do well in the women? Did. The blonde That's lady. She went to Emmerdale, didn't she? Did she? And she did. Do uh, you remember, Noel? She did a mucky film, didn't she? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she did. Do you remember, Noel? Wait, wait, listening. Come on. You know when they... Oh, did you go for a high I five? I went for it. Denied. Oh, my back's gone out. That's right. <laughs> Do you remember, Noel? You know, like, um, um, pop idols and all of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember when they had one... I think it was called Soap Star Superstar. Yes. It certainly was. When they were that. looking for a family to go on Emmerdale Farm, weren't they? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they did. And they did this poor family... 
and uh, all of the cast of Emmerdale were furious and refused <laughs> to be in any scenes with them. Yeah. So this poor family was in Emmerdale for about three months, and all their scenes were on their own without any of the cast members. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um, they just—I think they got um, killed or something by an uh, exploding sheep. That was a bomb. It was a bomb, wasn't it? It was a bomb. Hopefully, yeah, yeah, it would be. <laughs> yeah, would well, no, it's been—it's been classic banter. <laughs> it would have been sorted. Thanks very much indeed for calling. Lindsay Lohan. Han. Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> so what are you doing down in London? Um, you here for work? Work stuff. Unbelievable. Work stuff. And there was a curb down there and there was no action and I thought, <laughs> I know that address. Uh, maybe I can get some action there. Yeah. Um, Cast on Snapchat. <laughs> you know, you can see the location. There we go. Uh, 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number. What it's do you a think, looker. What do you think of our... You look like is, Id. Is he single? You look like Id. Put a pair of glasses on. Yeah. Now you're a bit moon-faced. Yeah. And your hair's thinning. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Look, we're going to uh, re- recreate Ed with Id. Put the glasses on. Here we go. Let's have a look. Thank you. It's the same fella. There you go. Uh, sorry if my head's a bit big. There you go. I can't see a thing. It's the same fella. Look, look, look. I can't, I can't tell if oh, it's the same because gla- I can't put see now. Put your glasses now. on, Ed. You look weird without glasses. You're, you're, <laughs> one, of those, you're one of those people that looks looks um, look, doesn't look good. They're strong without glasses. Yeah, I'm I'm relatively blind. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and you've got shorts on. Out, out. It's what summer. is this? Yeah, no, yeah, I know, but we're working, mate. <laughs> He's got yeah. marks on his knees. How you got them? Look at the bruise on that ankle. Did you yeah, see it? I did see that. That's the tag, isn't it? He had to force the tag <laughs> off. It's it, yes, it may Offender. be the summer. It may be the summer. But it's, um, it's a workplace, and you need long- Standards. Need long trousers in Uh, the workplace. That t-shirt is absolutely terrifying. Um, you've scared all the callers away. Hello? No. They've all gone. We've got no callers now, which is, um... Got some crisps? Yeah, go on. I've got some of them. What is this? Have you actually brought food? Yeah. It's a birthday party, isn't it? Te- what's this? I've never. Uh, what's this? I, tear I, and share. I've never seen them, but I thought, there you go. Tear and share, Chris. I can't even. Why have you brought noisy food to a radio show? Revels. I'll have some revels. There you go. I'll suck on a rebel. You can't <laughs> eat crisps on. I bet you would. You can't eat crisps on the radio. And a can of Fanta. <laughs> there you go. It's a party now. Oh wait, four four. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Wish him a happy birthday. Oh no, I don't. I hate birthdays. You don't, do you? You don't like your birthday? No, I don't like. I've had a nice day. I was out with the boys, my, uh, i.e., my sons. Oh, okay. Um, but I, I hate birthdays. I hate and uh, oh, presents and, and all of that stuff. You know, I, you well, don't. Well, I don't get the point in it. I don't get the point in in um, just being reminded that you're old and miserable and that you're dying. Well, it could be a celebration. No. I mean, from this year to last year. <laughs> You know, <laughs> look at the progression. <laughs> it's been a big year. It's been a very big year. Isn't yeah, it, actually, what was uh, what, 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 last year? Was it three counties? Yes. Um, and um, then I got shafted and had a breakdown, and now I'm here. There you go. So in many ways, what, yeah, it's um, what a lovely year. <laughs> <laughs> what a year of of um, of I, I'm going to say memories, there but you go. Um, but disappointing me. What what what's happened in your year? Uh, not much. I, I travel a lot with work now. That's fun. And we've got a call. Let's go. Oh, we go. Line one, you're on the wireless. Oh, it's Hannah here. Hi, Hannah. Hi, Rob. Hi, Hannah. How are you? I'm all right. Ryan Reynolds. There you go. Look at you. Ryan Reynolds. Listen to the chocolate in the background. Hang on a minute. Jim's on the line. Yes, Jim. Hello, Ian. Hello, Jim. You're through to, um, uh, Rob Bonet. Hi. Hi, Rob. You're right. Yeah, I'm good, yeah. Uh, I have nothing to say whatsoever. It's just when you said there was no one calling in, yeah. I thought, oh, well. Thanks. Now's the time, if ever there was a time. 
sober tonight, Ian. Sober. Oh, J- Jim phoned up the other day to talk about Radiant Silver Gun and was absolutely steaming. Really? Yeah, he didn't remember it. I got an, e- an apologetic yeah. email the next day. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, horrendously drunk, unfortunately. Uh, and Radiant Silver Gun, uh, a game I've not played oh, in a long sense. time. I don't know where that came from in mind, really. Are you going to leave me a tip? What's going on with no, the No, no. I just... I sat my keys. You know when you sat on your keys and you feel, oh, um, Feels like a finger. Steady on now. <laughs> um... Is, uh, Rob, are you still in touch with the lady from America? No, okay. no. Um, there was, uh... Whereabouts in America was she from? What yeah. was it Chris Martin and Gwyneth Paltrow announced? Um, that they... Is, is, uh, consciously uncoupled. Yes. That's it, we okay. consciously uncoupled. I don't know, many years ago I, I um, got uh, Rob in touch with a much better looking lady in America than he deserved. Yes. And, um... Whereabouts in America, can I ask? You, it was <laughs> it was about nine hours flying there, so I yeah. couldn't do booty calls. No, you couldn't do No, that. I appreciate America is nine hours, but whereabouts in America... <laughs> he really, he really <laughs> wants to narrow this down right. to the location. Oh, yeah, no, it was Texas area... Texas, yeah, right, okay, yeah, up in there, it's a nice place. Yeah. But saying that, you've got what app now? You've got Snap. You've got what app? What app? Seems very liberal. Dallas, not so much. No, okay. Well, Jim, you, you've managed to carry us up to the break perfectly. Yeah, well, that's what that, you know. That's what you pay me for. <laughs> well, they licked it, licked there you go. Well done. There we go. That's it. Well, oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Keith, Keith, you've got ten seconds to tell us what we're going to hear from you after the news. That's a great use of ten well seconds, done, Keith. Keith. Talk radio, Keith. Uh, let's try again, Keith. You've got ten seconds to tell us what we're going to be hearing after the news. <laughs> Find out how that ends after this. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Everybody under 
there we go. So I just say to Catherine, do you? No, think- no, 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 no. I played. We're on the air now. Do you know? Oh, okay, on? okay. I played the wrong song. I didn't mean play it, but it's no still a nice song. But you can smell it on her. I'm oh, shut up, bitch, boys. Oh, oh, yeah. Keith. Hip, 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 and off with his head. It's good, but it's still no. Um, oh, I've got to plug the thing because I've got it on the wrong computer. <laughs> <clears throat> it was good, but it's still no. Into the country. What the hell is going on here? Hang on, let me try again. It was good, but it's no. Off with his head. That's still there the winner so far. That's Caddix off with his head. What you got for us, Keith? So uh, I just wanted to obviously wish you a happy birthday. Uh, all the best. Really, you know, happy for you. Another year ticked off. Yes. Really good. Yep. One, um, one less to go. I yep. was, uh, I was wondering if uh, Rob was going to hold a round of uh, of Evil Princess Holy no. Castle no. in the <laughs> Warrior Holy Kingdom. Castle. I I, I cast warriors of the endless no. medieval fortress of sorcery. That one. That well, one. My, my boys now they want to go and play Warhammer. Oh, awesome! So they they they're kind of getting sucked into your world, which is terrifying. But the uh, good news with that is, yeah, you know that they're not going to have a lot of friends over in your house if they start <laughs> playing that. So. <laughs> I remember we tried to play Dungeons and Dragons once, a couple of times, but we never, we never, um, we never really got it, and we'd just go off and do, remember once, they, they, they brought out loads of role-playing games, um, and there was one called Golden Heroes we had, because they, obviously it wasn't licensed by DC or anything like that, yeah. so you made up your own superheroes, and it was rubbish, but we had one, what was that? Was it your phone? Sorry oh, yeah. it was. We had, um, we had one, Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Right. Um Okay, okay. Um role playing game. Yeah. Every time we tried to deviate from the script of Indiana Jones and Raiders <laughs> of the Lost Ark, the d- Wayne out the dungeon master would go, No, you can't do that. You've got no because in the film he he um doesn't do that. And so we, we it was just a pointless Yeah. Pointless exercise, Keith. Yeah, I mean, do you know what? I wouldn't waste my time with it. Oh. But you just called up for a game of Iron Cast Warriors <laughs> of the Medieval You called up literally. No, 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 no. I, didn't, I didn't want to get involved. I just thought it might be good, you know, for you to kind of run one for certain people who might be interested. Well, well, well. Would no, you? That ain't going to happen. But, Keith, um, c- can we hear more of your horn? Uh, yeah, what would you like to hear? Can you play any Beach Boys or Beatles on there? Uh, or the London Boys, <laughs> Requiem. <laughs> Either of those. London Boys. <laughs> no, I can't really do that. Um, I mean, you know, what about some freestyle? Can you play Lindsay Lohorn? Oh, I, do you know? I, I, do you know what? I've been practicing that one. Oh, where you go? It's Lindsay Logan. <laughs> Th- thank you very much, Keith. Gatford's on the line. Even Gatford. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way, if you want to um, uh, play, we've got no other callers after Gatford, so it could be um, Gatford. Gatford. Um, Bernay, Bernay. Does this mean you're going to turn up on my birthday with chocolates and crisps? When and is it? A lap dance. Um, it, it's October, so you've got time to get t-shirts done. There's a possibility. I will be in London quite a bit. Excellent. What you got for us, Gatford? Well, um, I had sent you a card, but Kath tells it's not arrived, so that mm. whole 
part has gone out the window. Oh, well, so, good. Anyone like, can honestly, send a card, Honestly, though. right? Yeah, yeah. 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 I know you don't like it, so... But I, I don't, I don't, know, honestly, I don't, I had to do this forced jollity, and it was nice hanging out with my sons and stuff, obviously it was a joy. But, just the whole birthday thing, I'm glad it's almost done, guys. Yeah. Yeah, 55 minutes to go, and then... Then that's it. Then that's it. Yeah. Um, I I noticed you haven't got any topics tonight or anything, so... Um, yeah, we have. Yeah, oh, really? We've got a competition to say off with their head, and then we've got another competition to bust Rolf Harris out of jail and bring him here by the end of the show. I'll do the easier of the two. Okay, what time do you reckon you can make it? (laughs) 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 Oh, dear. Which print, no. Um, I'll give give it a go. Off with his head! Well, I've got to do it in a slightly piratey voice, though, haven't you? Some warm-up, that. That was, why would, why would, um, okay, uh, uh, the scene I've imagined in my head... Yeah. ...is there is, um, an old homosexual man wants to execute someone. That's what I got from that. Yes. looking at Rob for a minute and concentrate on me. Okay. Um, do you need the scene, Gatford? I do, yeah, give me some, give me some context, Rob. Uh, All right, then. King Gatford has walked down, he's looked down and seen, um... Vinny the Thief. Uh, right. Vinny the Thief has tried to rustle some of your ponies. You've walked down, you've decided he's guilty, you've identified him, and you say... Off with his head! That's bloody awful. Yes. Hang on a minute. Well, e- Evening, Callum! Evening. Evening, Callum. Callum's yeah. friend, we should... Uh, is a warlock, is that correct? A warlock. You're warlocked. Is, no, is your friend yeah. a warlock? Well, no. Warlocks and loaded. Shut up. What is your <laughs> friend, Callum? My friend. Got quite a few friends. Isn't one like a wizard or something? <laughs> oh, wizard, yeah, we're wizard friends, that's it. Yeah, 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 fine, yeah. fine, that's what I meant. Warlock, wizard, it's, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, similar, can, yeah. Can he do a love potion? Shut up, Gaffer, you ain't got any friends. <laughs> so stop. That's why I want the love potion. Exactly. Um, did we get to the point of your call, Gatford? There really wasn't one. Okay. Callum. Yes. Good evening. Evening, you're hip, all right. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. There we go, we've got it. We, we, we're now, now, we're, now we're cooking it with gas. There you go. Now That's we're in. It. Cooking <laughs> with gas, yes. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. What have you got for us, Callum? Uh, people again. There was somebody in Sheffield. I'm not mentioning there were some people in Sheffield? This has to be yeah. stopped. How do we end this? <laughs> they just keep talking bullshit. I don't, it comes in this community cafe and This comes from a fella who's, who's got a, ma- a mate who's a wizard. Yeah. Yeah. No, go on. And this other fella, he comes yeah. in and he's saying, I've been on TV in 1988 and I've done all this and I've done all that <laughs> and I've had all these women. I says, prove it. I says, you're talking bullshit. Where, where, where's the that. VHS of both events? It says, <laughs> it says, it says I'm on internet. Then he goes, I'm not on internet. Then he goes, I am. I says, prove it. Prove Tell it. Tell me your surname. Say, say prove it again. Prove it. Prove it. Prove it. <laughs> okay, um, so what did he say he was in? He says he was hosting a radio show. On the telly? In, Is uh, it James Whale? He did TV, Phil somebody. Okay, Phil, right, that narrows it down. So Phil somebody <laughs> on TV hosting a radio show in the 80s. Yeah. From Sheffield. The day Diana died. The day Diana died? Something. That was the that was the nineties. Oh, he's, he's talking bull, I didn't say. Well, 
Someone Was it, did he did he say Princess Diana or just Diana? Princess Diana. Oh. Um, what, do, do we have a last name, Callum? That would really be very, very helpful. It won't give it me. No. Hang on a minute. So where does it, where was <laughs> it? I think, I think you're right, Callum. I think your bullshine detector is, um, superb. Yeah. Where, where, the, where did you come across this Phil character? It just pops in every now and then and talks. Pops in where? You? Community cafe. Oh, okay. All right. Ah, okay. 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 Well, maybe, you know, maybe he believes it in his head. Yeah, he certainly does. There you go. Yeah, well, he, you know. I uh, just we, laugh at him. <laughs> There was there was at least one person who said we could have solar energy, yep. and they laughed. The world yeah. the world is round, and they laughed. <laughs> My watch is solar powered. Your watch? Yeah. Is it? It's an eater. Yeah. How does that work? Don't need a battery. Oh, works. There you go. Yeah. But you, the thing is, <laughs> what? How do you tell the time at night? Hey. I'm asleep. Why don't you just? You could just get yeah. a wind-up watch, though. They already made watches that don't need batteries. They're called old-fashioned yeah. watches. Yeah, I could, but I've got this one now. Why don't we have more solar power in this country, Callum? I think government likes spending money on other things. Yeah, don't sure. they? Don't they? Yeah. Yeah. This is the thing. It's a con it's a conspiracy. Con spear. Ah, see, yeah. yeah, the con I'm part of it is that. they want to rip you off. The spear yeah. bit is they want to kill you. Ah, I don't know. And do you yeah, see? Yeah, right. <laughs> do you see? Yeah, conspirator. Do that. you see? See. Paul, I think on Paul Ross's show a couple of mornings ago, he said <laughs> government's not got no money. It's our money. If that's the case, we could get rid of the system. What could, a load of rubbish that way. What uh, <laughs> if if we got rid of all the gov all the MPs, right, Callum? Yeah. Do you think there'd be any difference in the world? Vastly different. Be a lot more peaceful. I think it would be more peaceful. Yeah. I, I, I think it'd be more peaceful. We, I mean, there'd be a little bit more murder and looting, but I think we'd be all right. It would eventually. It would. It would sort itself out, wouldn't it, Callum? Yeah. Well, I've studied planet with my other wizard friend. Yeah. Uh, other wizard, wizard friend. Uh, into BC uh, planet before all these rules, and it were a lot more peaceful place can you find those rules and and maybe get them to us one night because i'd like to discuss them for, with you rules yes you mentioned rules oh like we all system and this i don't know our etiquette and understanding to be all this like yeah draconian stuff that we have now i think mm. i don't like it you I'm don't like standing standing or i just like being i like i like everybody to be free and happy that's all i want in life yeah. Fun. What more could you want? It's a nice message, Callum. Yeah. Can I ask I'm a quick one? Go on. About being a wizard, Callum. Yeah. You know, like, boxers look at Rocky and say, oh, that's not real boxing. How does yeah. your wizard friend look at, say, the Harry Potter books? Mm. It's not to Harry Potter, it's to do with Cosmos. Mm. It's a website called Space Station Plaza. You put your date of birth in. We've and done it. I've done it. We did it. It's a good he's, website. He's done his. But it's not always it's wizards and crystals and yeah. warriors and well right. and all sorts. Of things. All right, Callum. Listen, mate. Thanks for calling. Uh, thanks, Ian. Ta High five. Uh, take care. Bye bye. There we go. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Rob, I'm going to kick you out. Yes. Thanks for coming. Okay. Um, dear listener, you can call us. We have, uh, Jim, Ken Jim Kennedy, why do I know your last name? I don't know. Uh, there was a president called that. 
No, but I, could well be that. But, but, but he said, no, but it says on my screen, Jim Kennedy, and I never get told the... Per- why Why did you tell them your last name? <laughs> because she forced me into it. <laughs> she for- we'll find out more after this. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Jim Kennedy's on the line. Good evening, Jim Kennedy. <laughs> oh, I'm so not impressed that my full name is on there, but yeah, uh, hello, Ian. Uh, no. I did phone up wondering yeah. if you fancy the game of Prady. Oh, I've got a clarty mouth now because I've eaten a load of chocolate. <clears throat> it's been a while. All right, yeah, go on. Why not? <clears throat> okay. You ready? Right. Okay. No, hang on, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Cass going to count. Cass, can you on that microphone? Can you just count us in? So it's one, two, three, go, pra. Okay, one, two, three, go, pra. So just whack that mic up. There'll be one of those faders. One of those faders will do it. Just hit all the faders. Just keep, just whack. It, it, nope, there's the ones in here. Another fader. There'll be another fader there. This whack. one. There we go. We got hey. it. So it's one, two, three, go, pra. Okay. Hang on a minute. Yep. Oh. oh. Here we go. One, two, three, go. Jim? I've I've lost. (laughs) He just disappeared. No, but it... Petered out towards the end. That was uh, rubbish. I was <laughs> expecting a real challenge there. There was nothing. Yeah. Well. There was yeah, nothing. At least, at least I remembered it. <laughs> well, sorry, mate. Listen, if you come on the show to try and challenge me to a Pradeep, <laughs> and you get destroyed as badly as you got destroyed, well, you know, yeah, embarrassing. Th- don't be embarrassed. You, you, yeah. you called in. You're a good sport. Thank you, Jim. Anything else? Yeah. Um, it's- Paul Ross, is everything just forgiven then? Everyone's just forgotten about that antics. Well, let's tread very carefully, right? Because he's a colleague and he's not yeah, here. I'm not calling him names. No, no, uh, no, no, no. But, First of all, I'm not convinced there's anything to be forgiven for, right? Right. Because, um, you know, what what happened... Hell of a story. Well... I don't. I don't. Oh God, this is this is Again, weird. I, I, this I don't is, want to put you in a position. Well, where you, you're you, are, you put me in a position, but I'll be honest. It's the elephant in the in the radio. It's it the be. it's the yeah. elephant in the whole station. <laughs> I. Well, I'm glad I brought it up. <laughs> I'm just and the re- the only reason I'm hesita- hesitating right is because he's a colleague. Yeah, I'm and sure he's a lovely bloke. He's a nice bloke. Well, um, I imagine Christmas dinner. Jonathan does the carving. <laughs> yeah, um, he's um. But, right, okay, when when it all happened, right, when it all broke, and I'm not, if you don't know what it is, I'm not going to go into detail, right? It's front page... It no, I'm oh, talking to the other listener. Being, sorry, listeners, yeah. It was front page story for a while. Um, I sent him an email. I sent him an email saying, chin up, Paul, good luck, you'll get through this. He didn't reply, and that's fair enough. But I don't think... Arrogant. No, 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 <laughs> come on, Jim, if we're going to do this, you've got to be fair. I know, but you've got to be fair, come on. Um, apart, from che- apart from cheating on his wife... I don't think he did any. Didn't, certainly didn't do anything illegal. No, no I don't think not. he did anything particularly wrong. Really, it's a strange story, though. It's a very, very, very strange story. How does Bond get sucked into that lifestyle? Come on, Jim, you're not playing fair. I'm going to let you go because you're not playing. You're no. not. You know, you're not playing fair. You're not playing fair, and I'm trying to have a. You've raised an interesting point. It is the elephant in the station, and um, 
uh, you, uh, there were one too many low swipes there, which I'm 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 not going to stand for because he is a colleague. Don't know him particularly well, but he's always been absolutely charming to me. Um, I don't again, apart from cheating on his wife. I don't think he did anything wrong, really. Nothing illegal. Everyone was consenting, you know. I, I, I felt I felt sorry for the bloke. The embarrassment and the shame. Now, were it me, I think I would do a, I, I would do a whole show about it. I'd say, right, you all know this stuff, so let's do it. Let's do three hours on it, right? And then it's done, and then it's out of the way, and it is done. That's how I'd do it. I'd do a phone-in about it. I'd take all the jokes, all the jibes. I'd discuss the psychology of it. I'd discuss the effects that it had, had on me and, and those involved that I was felt comfortable talking about. I would do all of that. And at the end of it, I'd go, right, now, can we carry on with the show and, and, and move on? Now, that's obviously not his style, and that's absolutely fine. You know, good luck to him, but that's how I would do it. But, um... Um... I don't think he did anything. I, I, you say he's forgiven. I mean, I don't think he did anything that warranted a forgiving. You know, I, 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 I just, I, I'm not interested. Here's the thing, right? And I hope the newspapers get this one day. I don't care who puts their willy where. Well, that's good, isn't it? You can write that. I, I don't care who puts their willy where or what they do. Or I don't, I don't. Honestly, I don't care what happens in bedrooms or car parks or wh- any. I don't care. Couldn't care less. Is it with, is it with children or is it being forced on people? No? Fine, then carry on with it, guys. You carry on. Honestly. And I think that you, I mean, we, we all, we all giggle and snigger at these stories. Of course we do. Of course we do. But you don't want that from your newspapers. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it that the majority of you, you don't want that tittle tattle. Again, you go back to the um, the injunction and the you know the um, paddling pool story, right? Most of you know it is, and I'm sure when you found out, you went, "All oh, right," and you got on with your lives, and that was it. You found out it was such and such. You went, "All oh, right, okay." Anyway, what's what's for tea tonight? And you got on with your lives because it has no impact on our lives whatsoever. I couldn't care less. Couldn't care less what people get up to, um, as long as everyone's consenting, everyone's of age, you carry on and have a good time. And I want more from my newspapers than stories that are taken um, off of faux outrage on Twitter and stories about celebrities putting their willies, you know, where we think their, their willies shouldn't go. That's it, really. Oh, and women in bikinis on beaches where you can see cellulite and aren't they fat? I'd... No, I don't, I don't, I want more than that from my newspapers. I want to know, um, the facts about, I don't want to know the facts about Brexit, I couldn't give a stuff. I want to know about, um, oh, what, you know, okay, right, so Paul Ross, doing what he did, right, whatever, was front page newspaper with big spreads in, right? A former aide to David Cameron, who got caught with child pornography on his computer, and he got sentenced to, I think it was two years suspended sentence, because of the embarrassment he would have suffered. That gets like a tiny paragraph um, on an even-numbered page in a newspaper. Does that sound right? You know, who's done the, the biggest wrong thing there? Do you know what I mean? Does that sound fair? No. Newspapers in this country, for the most part, 
and we'll look at the newspapers in a little bit because I ain't much else to do. But they're just they're they're weighted completely inappropriately, right? And I think I'm pretty confident that the majority of you are better than that, and you don't want that. Like the paddling pool. I told you, I, 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 I met some of the people involved in that story. They were lovely people. And I was embarrassed that I knew what had been going on. I was embarrassed. I thought, I wish I didn't know that. Because it's none of my business. It's literally none of my business. And all these... Oh, it's uh, free, free speech. The day free speech dies. No, the day you couldn't print a really mucky story that you'd bought off someone about them having sex in, in a threesome. That's not free speech. Since when is paying people for stories about who they slept with anything more than um, revenge porn? It's the same thing as revenge porn. It's nasty. It's distasteful. And I don't want any part of it, you scumbags. Anyway, on that bombshell, 0844-499-1000. So here's the thing. I'm watching this brilliant documentary, right, on Netflix. And it had me in floods of tears today. And it's about a world I know nothing about, right? I managed to get, I managed to watch about, uh, about an hour of it yesterday, about 45 minutes of it today. I've got another 19 minutes to go, right? And it's about, it's, it's actually, it's beautiful, right? It's a little bit too long. But it's beautiful. It's about these, um, I'm going to use the incorrect terminology, right? Because I don't know it. All right, so bear with me. Some of you will know it better than me. But it's about WWF wrestlers from the 80s, right? These the, the, these guys that were huge stars. And it's about one in particular, this guy called um, Jake the Snake, did a little, little lump, right? And his gimmick was, right? And actually watching it, 80s WWF looked like quite good fun. His gimmick was, he had a mullet. And he had a sack, right? And in his sack was a snake. And he would bring this snake out and it would bite his opponents, right? I would imagine, I would imagine, oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. I would imagine that that goes against WWF rules and regulations. I would have thought that actually having a poisonous snake is kind of inappropriate, and you wouldn't be allowed to do that. That's what I would have thought, but I don't know the rules. I know there's a guy called Papa Shanga who would do black magic, so maybe the rules, you know, don't apply. And this guy was like a big star in the 80s, right? Big, big star, right? And he blew it all on booze and cocaine, of course. Those delicious little naughty darlings that ruin lives. Booze and cocaine. And boy, oh boy, if you've ever met anybody on cocaine, man alive. There are arguments for some drugs, but cocaine, it just, it sucks all the goodness out of your soul. That's not my quote, that's someone else's quote, and I can't think who it is. But it's just a horrible, dirty little drug that, um, that does nothing apart from make you boring, tedious, and nasty, and self-obsessed. Right? Horrible. So this guy, this Jake the Snake, did little, little lum. Um, blew it all on booze and coke, right? And became fat. And there was a big thing a few years ago where he kind of made a comeback wrestling match, but he was off his gourd. He was completely high as a kite. And it was uh, it was embarrassing. It was an embarrassment. Right. And um, he exposed himself, and it was just, just awful. 
And so the documentary is about another American wrestler, a guy called Dallas somebody. I don't know, I don't know their names, right? Who has started kind of a rehab program for washed out wrestlers. And he gets this Jake the Snake and he takes him to his like farm somewhere, ranch, and he gets him clean and sober. And he starts kind of, I mean, this guy can't even walk 20 paces without being out of breath and covered in sweat. And he starts him on a training regime, like yoga and fitness and all this kind of stuff, right? And he, he gets, he gets like a couple of weeks and he goes out on the booze and then he gets a, a week and he goes out on the booze and he keeps coming and going and eventually gets about 90 days, right? And then they, um, <clears throat> they bring in another wrestler. Now, I don't know the guy's name. I'm going to try and just, Bruce... Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Bruce. Bruce, were you, were you a fan of American wrestling? Not only am I a fan, this is my wheelhouse. Um, oh. Not my wheelhouse, my wheelhouse. Yes. Um, but also, I've just watched that documentary as well, so I can tell you that that guy is uh, Scott Hall. Right, okay, so don't get... I, I'm, I've got 20 minutes in the end, right, so don't tell me the end. Scott, the guy... Who's the, the, the guy chewing the matchstick? Yeah, that's Scott Hall. Right, it, it, it yeah. is... It is incredible and it's so well made this documentary right so you see what was his he was like a bad a bad guy was he in in the wrestling world he looks he looks bad yeah so i mean the reason why i just called up by the way happy birthday yep um is because you you were talking about this but more importantly you said about jake the snake and about um the rules and regulations and how carrying a snake with you um would seem to go against that really yes um so and we'll get on to Scott Hall in just a second, yeah. but I wanted to talk you through a few of the gimmicks that were going around at that time. Oh, please do, because I, I always... Listen, I poo-pooed American wrestling in the 80s as nonsense, fake rubbish. And looking at these clips, it looks flipping brilliant. I, I tell you what, Ian, what I'll do is uh, I'll uh, I'll tweet you some some things, some highlights to watch. Uh, what, listen, well, I, I'm, I, Bruce, save your time, because I, I don't click on links, but I might I, I might have a little bit of... Um, uh, oh, no, no, I haven't got... It won't be direct links, because okay. most of it you'll have to... Uh, Ste- are you aware of Steel Chair it? magazine? I think no, it's a, I'm not. It's a wrestling no. mag. They're tweeting me now, and okay. they're saying that Dallas is a bit of a dick. Well, <laughs> he might well be. But go on, give us yeah. some of the gimmicks from the 80s, then. Okay, so we had Jake the Snake Roberts, yep. the man who carried a snake around. Of course, you must have heard of The Undertaker. I know the name. Go on, what was his? Yeah, uh, The Undertaker was a dead man. Who, uh, <laughs> oh, came mate. Back and when, when he won, this is back in the day, he doesn't do this now, but when he used to win matches, yeah. he used to put the opponent into a body bag and oh, zip it up. Beautiful, okay. beautiful. Uh, we had a Mountie. Yeah. We had uh, a police officer called the Big Boss Man. Oh, Big Boss Man, yeah. yeah. Who was the, 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 there was the, the, the colonel or someone? Like a military man. Because he uh, pops up in this. Slaughter. Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. Yes, of course, Sergeant, Sergeant Slaughter. Slaughter. Yes, yes. Um, we had Brutus the Bar of Beefcake, who yep. carried around garden shears rather than... Now, mate, scissors. now that has got to be... Here's the thing I don't get about American wrestling when it's tag team, right? Because hmm. I saw... I, the few times I saw it, when it was tag team, right? Yeah. What would happen is that, what, that one of the wrestlers would... Um, be talking to the referee, right? And the referee wouldn't notice that behind him, 
The other fella's got a chair, and he's smacking someone over the chair, then he gets a stick and he smacks, and then he's like, he's, he's jumping on their throat, and he's doing all this stuff that is obviously against regulations, but the ref, yeah. and the whole, the, the stadium is screaming, ref, you've got to look behind you, and he's talking to the fella, distraction techniques. Now, surely, when, after that, when he goes back and watches it on tape, he must, does he not get disciplined or something? No, because they never go back and watch it. It happens live, they never go back and watch it. We can, but in their world it's happened, it doesn't exist anymore. It's, it's carried on. Yeah, okay. But I know what you're saying. Um, for Scott Hall, uh, he used to be somebody called Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon, and, that's it, Razor Ramon, yeah. yeah. And he used to talk like he was uh, supposed to be from Cuba. Yeah. Uh, said Chico a lot. Yeah. Uh, and used to wear gold. And yeah, be, used to be a bit of a sleazeball, really. And a mullet, but I, I guess I, I don't need to say the word mullet, because they all had them, but slick back, black hair, leather jackets, and would chew a matchstick. And he looked, you know, he looked buff, um, yep. and he was looked like a badass. Yeah, absolutely. And the bit in this documentary, right, where you see him in his 80s glory, and it's glorious, it's beautiful, right, absolutely beautiful, mm-hmm. right? And then it cuts to a phone call of him, where he's on the other end of the phone, slurring his way through a phone call. He doesn't even have a clue what's going on. Yep. And then you cut to a shot, right, and they go, right, so we're going to go and meet him at the airport, and we'll see what shape he's in. And you see this fat, broken, old man being wheeled on a wheelchair. And you've just seen this beautiful, you know, beautiful in terms of of WWF, this massive hulk of a man, the, the arrogance of the character, and you see this fat, bloated alcoholic broken old man do you know what it i was in tears i was in tears i was in tears bruce and the bit where he meets up with um jake the snake and they're they starting i was absolutely in floods of tears because it broke my heart what's amazing and i don't know i don't know who these people are i don't I've got no idea yeah. and that's what's that, i think that's what's most impactful about what you're saying is because i did grow up um, watching these people. So I, the thing is, although, uh, I was looking forward to the documentary, I kind of knew a lot of the story because I've, I, I've seen it unfold yeah. because of still keeping it up to date with that kind of stuff. Yeah. So the fact that you, you, this is new to you and it's caused that, it yeah. shows just how impactful it is. Well, for me, it was because it was partly loads of things. Partly because it's my birthday, partly because I'm feeling terrible at the moment, partly because I'd spent the, do- the day with my boys and, um, you know, I was thinking about aging and getting old and missing my dad and you know how we all get old and it is when you see that that jump of about what about 30 35 years from you know beautiful um um, uh, fit young human beings to broken old men who've wasted a lot of their lives by drinking and shoving coke up their nose oh yeah it's heartbreaking absolutely yeah but i tell you what if you want if you want some fun um knock yourself out a three month trial the WWE Network and watch some of like the things like the Royal Rumbles from the eighties because it's it's like Netflix for wrestling. Everything they've ever done is on there. Okay, and if you go back and watch some of that stuff, it's it is a lot of fun. It is a lot of, uh, to be honest, a lot more fun than the product is nowadays. Although I, I kind of dip my toe in it still, it, it's not got the, the fun and the extravagance that it used to it's have. Pantomime, so, it's like, pantomime. The old stuff is pantomime, and I, I wish American. I wish I'd been in it. I'm not in it's it. American. I wish I'd been watching it. <laughs> but it's the American version because I mean Americans don't have pants on. But you're right. The whole thing about the look behind you, look behind you. Yeah. That is what yeah, we yeah. do at Christmas. Yeah, and they never kind of had. So, um, Bruce, listen. Yeah. I, I thank you for that. Thank you for filling in a few gaps. Um, it, 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 honestly, right. This it's a little bit too long. I would say it's about fifteen minutes too long, right? And I've not seen the ending yet. But 
as a film about ageing, wasting lives, wasting talent. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand, by the way. Um, wasting money, just the amount of money these people are wasted on cocaine and booze and loneliness. That's what it comes down to, right? It's about loneliness, fear and shame. Jake the Snake, right, the reason he's a mess is because his dad, he was never good enough for his dad in his dad's eyes. It's all about, it's what it all comes down to. And I think most of us can identify with that in a certain way, whether it's not specifically our dads, it might be teachers or mums or, or, or siblings or whatever, right? He breaks down this big hulk of a man, right? And he breaks down remembering how his, he was never good enough in his dad's eyes and that and you know despite all the millions of dollars and the success and the fame uh he's just oh this is gonna sound pretentious but yeah he's just this lost little boy he's, he's a lost little boy and it's so joyous to see him getting sober and um bonding with rick ramon ramon and um kind of getting some dignity back in their lives, you know, as, as, as they get older. It's such a good film. It's on Netflix and I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> so, but you, Jake the Snake, look that up and you'll find it. 0844 499 1000. Hello, Stacey. Hi, are you all right? Yeah, I'm good, How thank you, you. Yeah, all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. Yeah, um, talking about the Jake the Snake Roberts, uh, documentary. Yeah, have you seen it? Yeah, I watched, I literally watched it yesterday. Yeah. Oh, how funny. Has it just popped up on Netflix then? Well, yeah, I was trolling through Netflix, and I was like, oh, please let there be something good on, and yeah. all of a sudden I was like, oh my god, this is like the best thing I've ever seen. Are you a fan like, of wrestling, like, then? I've got to have to be honest, I'm 35 years old, and I'm still a fan of wrestling. Oh, no, good I've for got, you, man. Like, and I've got my son into wrestling, so yeah. we, we watch it together, and for me, I, I was watching the documentary, I was, I was just like, oh man, that's like, he was like they're my childhood heroes. And I'm like, oh, no one wants to see their heroes look like that. Was he a big star then, Jake the Snake? Was he huge? Yeah, he was a big star. He was a big star. Like, a big build star as well. And Razor Ramon as well. Yeah. Obviously, not so much Razor Ramon, but uh, Jake the Snake, was, he was really big. Do you know what? I think I'm going to try... It's a long shot. I'm going to try and get him on the show at some point. I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can find a contact for him and see if we can get him on the show. Because it's such... Um, well, it's heartbreaking, isn't it? It's absolutely heartbreaking. You see him living in that crappy little house all on his own. Big, fat, you know, bloke who hasn't got any grip on reality because he's drunk all the time. The, the thing is, as well, like, from what I got from it, I think that uh, WWE, it, would, it was called WWF, I think they fouled their wrestlers as well. I think... In what they way? Would cu- they would cut their contracts and just set them free. Right. It's a bit... Like and without any, it was it's a money making machine. Even to this day, it's like the, I think the guy that owns WWE, Vince McMahon, I think he's worth like one point seven billion dollars. Oh, there's a moment the in there, isn't there? And I, okay, right. I don't know the part. I've heard of it, Vince McMahon, but there's a moment where um, someone says to Jake, "Did you speak to Vince McMahon?" And he says briefly, and there's obviously some kind of beef between them. Yeah, I think that he's uh, an incredibly shrewd businessman. Well, he's got to be, right? Like, he, he owns WWE. And um, I, I, I just think that back in the day, they didn't really care for their stars. Like, today, they they they, they bring them up, they train them, they, they obviously look after them. They're, more, they're athletes now. Where back then, yeah, they used to go out drinking, they did drugs. Where now, 
wrestlers are drug tested. If you found doing drugs, you sacked. Yeah. <laughs> it's um. Did you? Did you? Well, the eighties. Yeah. Did you know what had happened to Jake the Snake then before you saw yeah. the film? Do you know what? Unfortunately, I kind of, I kind of had had like heard about bits and pieces and you, did you see on it when he was trying to get in the ring and he was drunk yeah the, the car beginning? crash and then he gets he uh, exposes himself and stuff and it's just it's embarrassing it's like, one of my friends sent it to me like online like oh you've got to watch this i was like you know what i i, I don't need to see that and but it's the kind of thing it was on it was on the yeah it was on the documentary but also like, oh, also man. you know Actually, it might in, in in retrospect, it might have been a good thing that he got put online because I think it's one of the things that, that kind of made him realise how screwed his life was. Yeah, definitely. But, but it's interesting as I get older and older. Ye- five years ago, I would have laughed at that clip. Maybe even less than five years ago, I'd have watched that clip and laughed at it. Um, but now, when I look at it, you know, with with a little bit more kind of uh, a few more years under my belt, yeah, I, I see like, I see know, someone who's lost. You know, someone who's lost. Like, you never grew up watching them, so no? let's just say, oh, like, for argument's sake, it was one of your beloved monkeys. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you, like, you wouldn't watch, you wouldn't no. want to see that, because no. you're like, oh, come on, man, like, I, like, I, I had all, as a kid, like, you was, like, the best. Yeah. And to see you like that, I just thought, oh, man, come on. Like, you, like, all the time I'm watching it, I'm, like, in the, in the back of my mind, like, a young, like, seven-year-old going... You've got Jake the Snake Roberts, mate. Yeah. You've got Jake the Snake, you know what I mean? Isn't it funny? There's a brilliant scene in the film, and I get the point you're making there, the connection you're making there. There's a brilliant scene in the film where, I don't know if it's like, um, is it Trick or Treat? Someone knocks on Dallas's door, right? Who's this other big wrestling star. Uh, and, Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah. What an absolute legend. And, what and, legend. And, and, and so he goes out and does Trick or Treat or whatever. I can't remember exactly what it is. And then the bloke sees Jake the Snake over his shoulder, and he can't believe it. He, of course ge- he, can't. <laughs> he gets all speech like, oh, oh, oh Mister Snake, you're a hero of mine. You know, it's it's wonderful. It's a wonderful moment. Like when I was when I was young, like, I was lucky enough. Like I met Hulk Hogan in Florida yeah. when we was on holiday once. When we I was about nine, yeah. and he was just running oh, down wow. the beach. Wow, how like, cool is that? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool, right? But I, I reckon I would still be like I watched that guy when he opened the door. I think I'd I'd still be the same. <laughs> <laughs> if I met him today, I'd still be like. Jesus Christ, your Hulk Hogan. <laughs> how, how old's your boy? Uh, he's eight. And, and he loves it, does he? Uh, honestly, God, he loves it. And do you know what? I actually prefer him to watch it now because it is more... To say it's a sport is ridiculous because we all know we all know that it's, it's nonsense. But it's they're athletes. Oh, yeah, they're, they're fit, they're fit men who are, who are acting. Yeah, that, and that's it. Yeah. There's no, there's no shame that, in that either. The you know. thing that annoys me about wrestling, like, people go, oh, you know it's not real. And I'm like, yes. You know, but obviously I know it's not real. You know EastEnders isn't like, real. You know it's not a documentary. Yeah, I just say that it's, it is a uh, soap opera for men. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. And, well, and, and, and isn't it nice to share something that was important to you when you were eight with your eight-year-old? Oh, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's magic, isn't it? I've got the same yeah, with my boys, you know. But, but it's brilliant. Watching, watching um, videos. Or my, 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 el- my eldest, who's six, he asked me for a Beach Boys CD the other day. And I've just, I've yeah, just bought him his cool. first Beach Boys CD. And we sh- it's magical to share that stuff with the kids. Yeah, it's, it's, it's brilliant. Because like, I know how much I loved it as a kid. So if, I, if he can get a, a, just a bit out of it that I got out of it, then that's the result. Nice one, mate. Thank you for that, Stacey. Good to talk to you. Speak to you soon. Cheers, mate. Ta-ta. There we go. Andrus. 
Hello. Hello. What have you got for us? Oh, it's a sucks here. Um, nothing really uh, transcendental or remotely transcendental. Um, I'm just a crazy Spaniard. Um, we just wanted to talk to you for a while now, but nothing really uh, in particularly important. Well, this is, well that, that's kind of the vibe of the... Uh, I was going to say the show tonight, but that's kind of the vibe of the show. There's, there's no... You know, there doesn't have to be anything pressing or important... Oh, yeah, tell you what's important, Andrew, there's a cup of tea's coming in. Here we go. Thank you, Catherine. Be- beautiful. It's always important, especially in Britain. But as a foreigner, which I kind of got addicted to your previous breakfast show, um... Did you? It's really exciting, you know, to uh, say hello. I, well, <laughs> you're very kind. Whereabouts, whereabouts are you from, and whereabouts do you live now? Um, I live in Aylesbury, and I'm from the south of Spain, uh, from a uh, very sunny uh, place called Granada. Sounds, sounds, it's, I don't know it. It sounds beautiful. How does Aylesbury, which I do know a little bit better, how does that compare? Um, wet, uh, <laughs> grey, <laughs> cold, not too cold lately, but, um, it's definitely greyer. Well, how have you found yourself over here then? Work, I'm guess. Work or love? It'd be one of work or love. I'm gonna say it's love. It's both. Is it? But you're not gonna believe my wife's Italian and I met her in, in Northampton. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate that's fantastic well what was an italian and a spaniard doing in northampton then yeah everybody asked me that question first when when they met me yeah it's um it, it I, well at work it's just a coincidence we I, I like to say it was fate yeah it had to be there we were destined to meet each other i suppose and and just keep living in a gray wet place and how long have you been in this country uh, for about six years now. Oh, okay. So, for, so, you, so you, are you are you used? Is six years enough for you to acclimatise literally and be used to the cold, wet greyness of what uh, Aylesbury's nice, but y- yeah. I'm going to say, unfortunately, between brackets, yes, because when I go back, what it's not now anymore home. I feel like a foreigner. But I'm not. I, it, but the thing is, I don't really feel hundred percent at home in here. So I don't. It's like not homeless, but I, you know. It's, you come, you become a citizen of the world, and yeah. it really acquires a true meaning. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating because people don't really understand that. But you, um, you have, have lost a lot of your Spanish accent. Have I? Yeah, you have, and it's <laughs> interesting because I mean, I can still hear it. I can still hear it, but you sound. Um, a lot less Spanish. A lot. I'm going to say this. It's going to sound clunky. Hang on. You sound a lot less foreign than a lot of other people I've heard who've been in this country for a lot longer. Does that make yeah. sense? Kind of. It makes sense. And, and I get that, um, I get that a bit. Um, that is probably because I've put a lot of effort into that because unfortunately there's still a lot of prejudice. Yeah. And, um, and quite a lot of people would not, it's not racism, but it's prejudice. It doesn't mean it's necessarily a bad thing. It's just we're humans and we tend to prejudge uh, before or we don't and how does that man how does that that um judgment manifest itself then what kind of things do you notice um well to be honest it, it i haven't had it for a while it was for the first years it's coldness obviously what i've noticed with uh, this is my turn to prejudge right yeah <laughs> so i'm going to prejudge the average breathing person and um, which is someone that's cold that it doesn't open itself or himself or herself yeah. to uh to you, but whereas probably uh, an Italian or a Spaniard would very like in no time would invite you to his house. Yeah, the, I... the prejudice. What, what it does is just 
I think that a lot of um, British people, a lot, uh, I can't quantify it, and I think um, the listeners to this show are a little bit different, but I think a significant number of British people aren't interested in 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 other cultures and other countries it's that thing whenever you go if you go to holiday in spain i've not been to spain for a long time actually but if you go to spain or i go to greece a lot um there will always be a british pub and there will always be a cafe serving real english breakfast there's well we go to zakynthos a lot because we've got family over there and yep. the um the, the there there is a street where there are loads of restaurants and pubs and cafes that boast they show english football matches and the x factor and big brother <laughs> and you think geez I, if I, when i go abroad i want to be um submerged in the foreign culture well, you should avoid, you know, like, proper touristic places. I'd say yeah. my hometown is not that common to find. You find an Irish pub. That's very common to find. Typical Irish pub, or what they call an Irish pub, which is basically a place where they serve a lot of beer. And they put folk music. Yeah. But well, not a lot of, uh, of English pubs as such. Andres, um, listen, um, how long have you been listening for, then? Uh, tonight? Well, no, in, no, in total to me. You, you said you listened to me doing the breakfast show. So, what, a couple of I'm years? Gonna say, uh, I'm going to say for three years. I, I, the thing, I got an hour commute on the mornings, yeah. and uh, I kind of got addicted to it. When you got kicked out of the uh, previous show, yeah. I, I, I got really annoyed because all of a sudden me my too. commute became massively boring. Yeah, yeah. And, me me too. Know, well, you wait till you hear what they're going to do with it in the next couple of months. Uh, Andres, it's, I'm, listen, I'm glad you called me. Call again, won't you? It's a great first call. Brilliant, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely call you again, yeah. Thank you, mate. Take care. I'm, and I'm joking, of course. They've got someone really good going in to fill in the breakfast show, so that'll be, uh, you, you lucky lot. You're being spoiled on the radio. So there's another, uh, option for you to listen to. Uh, Kyle's on the line. Evening, Kyle. Evening. Evening, okay. Kyle. What you got for us? Uh, well, I was gonna, uh, just going to say, sorry. Um, just the stuff about the wrestling, so I'm, I'm fascinated to hear it because I'm a long-term wrestling fan as well. And there's another great wrestling documentary. Yes. I don't think it's on Netflix anymore, uh, but it was on, it was made in 1997 yeah. about a man called uh, Bret Hart, the hitman Bret Hart, yeah. um, who was in Canada. Um, and basically he ended up in a contract dispute with Vince McMahon. Yeah. Uh, and the sort of end of, you know, obviously you're probably not going to watch it, but the end, the end scene of it. Wagga, wagga, don't spoil it. Is it, is it called Beyond the Mat? Yes. Right, someone's just oh, recommended. No, 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 it's Wrestling with Shadows. Oh, okay, oh, alright. Shadow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Well, well don't spoil, don't spoil it. No, it's not a spoiler, it's not a spoiler. Well, you're right, the sentence okay. started with, in the end. Well, no, because it starts at, it starts at the end, mm. and everything that leads to it. Mm. It's a really weird, structured film. Yeah. But Brett says, at some point... You know, what they do is, uh, for the wrestlers, um, and it's like the other caller who mentioned it, um, about how, like, you know, yeah. obviously Vince McMahon makes his money, but Brett was like, he'd worked there for about 14 years and missed about three nights. Yeah. And he sort of said, they, they take you out in the back like a, a circus animal and they just shoot you. Well, there's a... <laughs> Kyle, we're coming up to the break. There's a, there's a bleak outlook. Thank you, Kyle. Talk Radio. Okay, last hour of the show coming up. We'll take calls straight to air. A little bit different from the rest of the show. Don't call now! I'll tell you exactly when to call. We can start calling after the news. I'm Ian Lee, this is Talk Radio, and this is the latest news. 
across the UK, online and on DAB. He has made a covenant with the night and with the darkness he is in agreement. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, let's try the new Stone Roses song, shall we? Let's, let's um, dip into this. Hang on a second. <clears throat> it's on YouTube. Stone Roses, beautiful thing. Well, it's a little bit quiet so far. Let's try it. Skip forward a bit. Well, is this computer on? Because there's nothing coming out. Let me, um... Well, the YouTube video is silent, guys! Where's the bloody song? Um... Um... Is it on, it? Let's unplug that. Let's plug in again. Well, there's nothing coming out. Maybe they um, they got rid of the song. Oh, let me have a little look-sees. Let's have a little look-sees. Hang on a second. That works, okay. Is, what are you doing? Is your YouTube muted? No. No, that's that. Uh, no. Um, I guess it's... Uh, let me just try one more little thing. Ah, I can see. I can see what's going on here. Let's try th- 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 this. I'm not a Stone Roses, I, I mean, I quite like the second Stone Roses album, so, um, Someone has written, OMG, go to 4 minutes 25. Okay, well, let's, let's follow that instruction and go to 4 minutes 25, and let's see what happens. We've got 4.11. Where are Here we go. Stone Roses song. It's all. I think it's all right, isn't it? It's. All, I mean, it's, it's, the, it's the Stone Roses, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's um, gentle, psychedelic um, um, summer music, right? Yeah. Let's see what uh, you think. Live one. What do you reckon to this? This is from the second Stone Roses album. This is 12 Story Love Song. Yeah. 
Thank you very much indeed. I wait for four four nine nine one thousand. What do you think to the new Stone Roses song? I quite I quite like this. I, 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 mean, I won't buy it, but it was never really my thing. Saying that, the first album. Well, saying that, maybe I, hang on. How much is the, if I can get the first album for a penny on eBay, on Amazon, I will. Line one. What do you think of the new Stone Roses song? Bernie Winters, there we are. Okay, okay, it's okay. But we're talking about the the new Stone Roses song. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. You can call in and give us your thoughts about that. We can be relevant and hip and happening, guys. Of course, we can do that. I know we're talk radio, but we can be hip and happening. Or you can phone in and make fart noises and play old um, jingles down the phone. I don't mind either way. It's the last hour of the show. I don't mind. You do what you want to do. I don't know. I couldn't care less. Oh, eight four 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 nine nine one thousand seven pence a minute plus access charge significantly more from some mobiles. That's um, that's it. Seven minutes long though. At seven minutes, it's like all right, guys. Um, all right. Now, how many of the Stone Roses can I name? Um, don't tell me, don't tell me. There's the guy that was in the Seahorses. Was his name John? Was there one called John? I think there was one called John. John Squires. Paul Squires. John Squires on guitar. Right. Okay. Manny on drums. Or is he on bass? I'm going to say Manny on drums. Ian Brown singer. Ian Brown singer. Okay. One more. One more. Was there one called Steve? Ken, the bass player. It's Ken, Ian Brown, John Squire, and Manny. The Stone Roses. I wait four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to um, give us a call. So we fulfilled um, my youngest son's short lifetime ambition today. We went on the duck boat. We went on a duck boat. Now um, the duck boat has always been. Oh, hang on a second. Yes, line one. Morning. Hello, Alan. You're right, mate. I'm staying up late just especially to hear the new Stone Roses single. Well, what what do you what do you make of it? I think it's really good. Yeah. Could I only heard one of their songs before that was Fool's Gold. Yes, good. That's, that's a good and this song. is far better. Wow, better than Fool's Gold. Could you imagine singing this at karaoke? I've to look through it a few times so I can get the melody in my head. I think Ian Brown needs to listen to it a couple more times to get the melody in his head, but... It's a beautiful thing, I sing. Beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing, I sing in my mind. It's very Britpop, isn't it? It's very Britpop, isn't it? Yeah. It is very Britpop. It's certainly got a, it's certainly got a vibe to it, hasn't it? Yeah, so we want to blur versus Oasis. Yeah, yeah. That was a ding dong battle. <laughs> That's a right. That was a right old ding dong. Do you know what? I'm going to go nuts. 
I'm going to buy the first Stone Roses album because I don't think I've got it for five ninety nine plus free delivery. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much indeed. Anything else, Alan? And also, do you cancel my call for today or can I call at 10pm later? Um, yes, you can call later. Of course you can. All right, I'll speak to you later. Teddy bye, teddy bye. Oh, no, now I haven't got Amazon Prime. They want to charge me for postage? £1.99 just for standard delivery? Stand and delivery? I don't think so, guys. Sorry. Sale cancelled. Sale cancelled. I'm a... Uh, 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 we'll, we'll buy it, se- we'll it second-hand. That's what we'll do. Um, 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you're more than welcome to the new... Yes, yeah, got it on vinyl, but I want it in the car, innit? Um, is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call about the new Stone Roses single or about anything else that you... Um, you fancy you're more than uh, welcome to. So we went on a duck boat. Now, we've always been... Um, we, we, our family has not been allowed on the duck boat because my wife saw the two incidents, the incidi, of a duck boat sinking in Liverpool and a duck boat sinking in the Thames. Now, there must be at least eight or nine duck boats around the world. So let's let, let's say there's ten, because it's easier maths. So if two duck boats out of ten duck boats around the world sank, that's only 20% of duck boats. That means eighty means duck boats, duck boats are 80% safe, right? Yet my wife always refused to, um, to, to let the children go on there. Well, the other day, I, I put this directly to her and I said, I want to take the boys on the duck boat. She went, oh, okay, if you want. And, uh, but my eldest was, had, 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 um, seeped. The fear had seeped into him. He refused to go on a duck boat. So when he was at school today, the youngest finished early. And I went, right, we're going to, you and me, we're going on a duck boat. And we got to, uh, we, uh, waited, uh, for, by the duck boat stop. And the duck boat came. And we got on and we had pictures taken in the driver's seat before we took off. And, uh, then we went for a drive. Here's, here's my thoughts on the duck boat, right? It was brilliant, right? And the blokes that did it, were brilliant. They knew their stuff, giving us all the... T- on the left, you're saying... And they were giving it all that, and they were, they were spot on, right? And, um... Oh, here's the thing. So half of it's on um, the road, and half of it's... Uh, half it's on land, and half it's uh, in the sea, right? On land and in the sea. If you know that album, then, boy, oh, boy, you're, 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 you know your onions. And, um, we were about to go into the sea. Uh, and we couldn't, because the, um, the road into the sea was blocked by another boat and this woman came running over she said i'm terribly sorry um my boat was sinking and we had to get it out in a hurry and we're just bailing all the water out and they had these pumps pumping the water out it was a nice little boat i told you i want to buy a boat still thinking about it um and uh it was they had to pump all the water out of this boat, so we were stuck there for a while. And then here's the cool thing, right? The the captain, and he must be a captain because he was wearing a hat, said to me and my boy, well, he said to my boy, do you want to sit in the front next to me while we go into the sea? Now, I knew my boy wanted to. I also know he was too scared. So I said, why don't you sit on my lap? So I got to sit next to the captain with a boy on my lap. As we went from land into the sea. And it's not, 
it, you know that scene in, I think it's The Spy Who Loved Me, when he drives his sports car um, on the beach and then into the sea, right? Uh, no, he jumps off a pier, he comes out of it. It was like when he, it's like when he jumped off a pier and his sports car turned into a submarine. It was that kind of vibe that we were experiencing. It was excellent. Downsides is very noisy. Very noisy, very slow. I'm going to give you that. Slow. I'm going to say it's a little bit pricey. But, you know, it was, it was my birthday treat. My birthday treat to myself was going on the duck boat. And boy, oh boy, it was great. And it certainly got rid of a few ghosts about the last time we were on a boat. And I um, ran it aground and had both children howling in fear that we were going to drown. We're not going to bloody die. Just stop crying and let me fix this. Was the way that one went. There was none of that today. 0844 Edmunds is still a knob. I think we can, um, let's have a look. Is his, is his, his Twitter, let me have a look on his Twitter feed, see what's happened recently. No. Edmunds. Let's see if he said anything recently since he, um, went nuts. Uh, Noel Edmunds. He's only got, um, 26,000 followers, which I always think is weird. The world is, he's posted a, a picture of a bird. I think it's a tit. I think it's a tit. I know he is, but I genuinely I think it's a tit. Eating out of someone's hand. The world is full of nice people. If you can't find one, be one. Here we go. He's reposted, he's retweeted this. Worrying equals waste of time. Good and bad things will happen in life. You just have to keep living and not stress over what you can't control. Wor- and then he, someone's added, worry can also have negative effects on both your body and your mind. You having another pop at my listener who's got cancer now? Yes, line one. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, um, it's not bad, but it's certainly no... That's what you're aiming for. Yes, line one. Good evening. I'm calling you from your local council. Oh, yeah. I was, yes. For, uh, sorry, I wasn't expecting that. I'm doing the show. Yes. Um, okay, yeah, it's Ian uh, here. Yes, yes, I must apologise for the late hour. Um, I, I've been doing some research, and unfortunately, one of your celebrity neighbours requires access through your garden for a delivery. Uh, accordingly, uh, we've changed the title deeds, and we shall what? be taking apart your garden fence. You doing what? We're going to take apart your garden fence. You can't do that. Delivery. What's it delivery of? We can. It's a paddling pool. You're joking. Yes, it, it, it's a, a, a celebrity who. No, I'm not having this. You're not taking apart my bloody fence to put so you can for a delivery. Get out of town. He, he's willing to leave you one bottle. Of Olivia. What's your name? What's, what's your name? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I can't do this now. I'm on the air. What's your name? I'm gonna phone up tomorrow and complain. My name is Nigel Elson. Nigel Elson. Yep. Okay. Yes. What, what department do you work in, Nigel? The council fence dismantling department. Ian. Yeah. Are you listening to me? Yes. Ian, your fence must come down. The council... Hang on a second. Is this a wind-up? Yes, it's me. It's Noel Edmonds again. Oh, you bloody buck... Are you... Are... Oh! 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 Do you know what? I'm... 
part of me thought, oh, this, because when you said about dismantling the fence, I thought, well, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense at all. It doesn't. You could just deflate a paddling pool. Of course you could! And I didn't think of that! You had me going, Noel. Can you stop, can you stop prank calling me, Noel, actually? Because it's, 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 actually I'm finding it quite stressful and quite unpleasant. I promise I won't do it again tonight. All right, well, thank you very much indeed. I find it really, it just actually makes, I think every time he does that, it just shortens my life ever so slightly. And that's not me being negative. Line two, you're on the wireless. Um, good evening. Um, why is it always about pies? Because I like chips. Chicken and chips. Gammon and chips. Sausage and chips. Ooh, hold on. Curry and chips. Hmm, what else might happen with chips? Um, ooh, what could I have for me chips? Chips and chips? Oh, I know. No, cheese and chips. Like a nice bit of cheese and chips. Yeah. Um, oh, 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 well, hold on a moment. How about having a little bit of fish and chips? Fish and chips is nice. I like fish and chips. Oh, we could always have pie and chips. I don't know what else I could have with my chips, because I've had chips every day this week. I'm not quite sure what I could have with my chips. Did I say sausage and chips? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, let's have some pizza and chips. And then perhaps we could have a little bit of steak and chips. Perhaps we could have some chips. What else are we going to have, Ian? I don't really know now. Because I like pie and chips and I like steak and chips. But I'm just thinking... What else? Oh, peas and chips. In fact, we could have mushy peas and chips, couldn't we? Or should should we have a little bit of, um... Oh, oh, I know what we could have. We, we, we could have curry and chips. Because I like curry and I like chips. But I... I think it's probably the chips that I like. Because I like chips. Because chips are nice, aren't they? I always love that little bit of music that you put behind the sound. Because it's nice, isn't it? Because we just disappear into chips. Everybody likes chips, don't we? We all love a chip. I like a bag of chips. I like a proper cone of chips because chips is nice and then sometimes we might have gravy and chips oh gravy and chips yeah yeah I'll have a bit of gravy and chips hmm I think I might have a little bit of um, tomato ketchup with me chips and then maybe some mayonnaise with me chips I wouldn't have salad and chips because chips is always better 
on that road with a little bit of vinegar and then maybe a little yeah that's yes line one hello take your radio off every time yeah, I know. I just want to drown. Walnut chap. Too many chips give you a square rectum. <laughs> oh, thanks. I seem to fit my finish the rest of that track. That's, um, yeah, Edmonds is in the, the, the paper again, just for being a fruitcake. I'm not worried so much about his fruit. The, the, the thing that bothers me is he had a go at someone who's got cancer and said, and, and, and said that, that um, it, it was probably, it was a strong chance it was called by his negative attitude. No, mate, that's not, that's not. So you're saying that's what killed my dad, his negative attitude. You know, that's what's made my mum ill, her negative attitude. Is that what it is? D- depression is, is because of my negative attitude. Is that what it is? Or maybe it's just because, you know, we're not wired up properly and some of our genes are a little bit faulty and we get ill, you mm, idiot. He's, um, he's, he's been quite quiet on Twitter, apart from tweeting a load of old bullshine. But, um, he did tweet, um, yesterday, overwhelmed by the kind words and even apologies from so many. Hashtag gratitude. Hashtag smug get. Yes, line one. Happy birthday to... Happy birthday to... Happy birthday to... Okay, thank you very much indeed. If you're referring to me, you're late. You're late by a whole day, man. A whole day. Um, well, um, I don't know. There's stuff in the papers, but it's all a little bit. Um, it's all a little bit. I wonder if. Hang on a minute. Stay there. I wonder if the stars in here. The star is where the action is, baby. Oh, is the star here? No, no, no. Oh, there we go. Here we go. It hides in here. The star is where the action is. 0844 499 1000. Is that the phone number? Did I say that? Halfway through that, I forgot what I was saying. Telefans claim a video of Jeremy Clarkson assembling a box is more fun than the new Top Gear. Jeez. Survivalist Bear Grylls is the victim of a Chinese fake-away. Maybe there's nothing in this star. Maybe there's nothing. Um, hang on, bear with me. Bear with me. We'll have a little look. Um, Big Brother's got lowest, lowest viewing figures for a long time. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. We shouldn't have sat me then, should you? Shouldn't have sat me. Um, hang on. Weddy Sheringham. Oh, bride is 20 years younger. Um, you'd expect... He's a football man, isn't he? I'm guessing he's a, 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 a football man. Here we go. A car boot sale fan... Who got... Hang on a minute. A car boot sale fan. Now, I like a car boot sale, although car boots... In the last five years, I've been rubbed. eBay... It's eBay, you see. Everyone, it's all on eBay. So you go to car boot sales now and it's rubbish. I used to like a good car boot sale. Pointless now. A car boot sale fan who got his ultimate tattoo while drunk 
on his stag do is having it removed. Instead of declaring his love for the bride, Mark Bythway, nicknamed Bodge, had Bodge loves car boots inked on his forearm. Come on, Bodge. Bride-to-be Andrea was furious when he got home from the party resort Magaluf. Mark, 31, said, We'd been drinking since Wednesday night. Oh, God. And it happened in the early hours of Friday. It's been an ongoing joke that I love car boots. I always went to them as a kid with my dad. I never forget, right, the weirdest... And I'm sure this person phoned... The, the, the different people phoned in to back this up, right? That they'd seen Shola Ammer doing a car boot sale. Do you remember Shola Ammer? I don't remember what Shola Ammer's hit was, but I'm sure... I used to get loads of people phoning in saying they'd seen Shola Ammer doing a car boot sale. Andrea was well angry <laughs> and threatened not to marry me. He was even offered a TV show appearance and a job as the face of a bingo website. After two years, he's finally decided to get rid of the wacky tattoo. He said, I do love car boots, but not enough to have it on my forearm. He's going to get it replaced with Bodge Loves eBay. No, he's not. I just think it's time to move on. It's the next chapter in my life. That was me at my absolute daftest. I'm a little more grown up now. Marcus started to, then it goes on to detail. I mean, just think these people, I mean, really. Either have a tattoo and stick with it, or don't have a tattoo and don't stick with it. You know what I mean? 0844 499 1000. Uh oh. Uh oh. You can get these, there's these agencies, right, where you can book a celebrity to, you know, come to your party and stuff like that. My age, right? You pay me, I'll come to your party. These ones have muffed it right up. A celebrity agency has offered David Guest's services almost two months after the entertainer died. Oops. VIP appearances continued publicising David as an event compare despite his death in April. The agency is part-owned by Coronation Street star Kim Marsh and her former husband Jamie Lomas. They're 39 and 41, respectfully, respectively and respectfully, if you are wondering. Um... This is weird. I mean, this is weird. Some of those things. Someone forgot to take you off a website. These things happen, right? His name was also wrongly spelt G U E S T. A source close to Dean Gaffney said Dean was not happy when he heard about it and said straight away it should be taken down. Someone will get their knuckles wrapped. What? Also, it's a mistake. You forget to. I, I, on my website, ianlee.com, it's still got links to three counties. Cause I, can't remember the password. Yeah, it's going on the web, changing the website. It's really, here's the thing, right? I don't, do, do people, do, people don't, we mentioned this, I don't, I don't think people use websites anymore. Cause I was thinking of getting my website updated and it can cost you a fortune. Cost me a fortune and cost you a penny. That's the problem. I don't think people use websites anymore. Um, there we go. And the, the last line is David's name has now been removed from the website. So not a story. Yes, line one. Drive? Yes, I no, do. wait. More to come. Oh. Do you drive? Yes, I Jeff, do. Do 
Do you drive? Yes, I drive. Jeff, haven't finished the question. Do you drive? Yes, I drive. Just let me finish the question. Jeff, do you drive? Yes, I drive. Well, haven't finished yet. Jeff, do you drive? Yes, I drive. Well, that was very good. Thank you. If you don't know what that's a reference to, it's one of the funniest things that me and Kath have ever done. Um, oh, and Jeff. Certainly the funniest thing that me and Jeff have ever done, because it's the only thing we've ever done. If you go, It'll be on YouTube if you type in, type in Ian Lee, do you drive? It'll come up. It'll come up, no doubt. 0844 499 1000. Here's the thing, right? Who's the most beautiful woman in the world? Just think for a second. It's Nancy DeLolio. She... No, no, no. Don't pull that face. She is the most sexiest. She is sexy. Proper sexy. Do you know what I mean? It's absolute stunner. But here she looks like, uh, in this picture, I've just worked out who she looks like. Have a look at, uh, can you see it from there? She looks like Kath. Someone we know. It's like Tara. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? I was just staring at that with someone we used to work with. I was standing thinking, who does that look like? Oh, it's, it's Tara, yeah. With her penchant for plunging necklines, deep fake tan and heavy eyeliner. That's a little bit rude. It's a little bit rude. Nancy Delolio is not known for understated style. But the socialite took her dramatic makeup one step further at a party this week, gluing fake Diamante eyelashes to her face. And she looks sexy. Fellow guests at the glittering event included artist Grayson Perry, who came as his cross-dressing alter ego, Claire. So, and here we go. Wags might have speculated that Mr Lollio had been taking makeup tips. What? Uh, okay, here's here's the question for the last twenty five minutes of the show, guys. And this really is going to be a humdinger. This is um, this is what's missing from speech radio. Um, celebrities that have got apostrophes in their name. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. Go. Delolio, obviously. Um, that's all I can think of. There's there's a surname Death. Isn't there? Death. But there's an apostrophe between the D and the E, so they say Diath. It's not, it's death. You know, your surname was Death, and you put that apostrophe in there so that you didn't sound like such a prize wally. Italian Miss Delolio, 54, the former partner of ex-England football manager Sven Joran Eriksson, arrived at the central London event wearing a floor-length sequined V-neck caftan. The New York-born former reality TV... What reality TV show does she do? What? Big Bush? Big Brother? Was she in Big Brother? In this country? I wasn't working on that one. I missed that one. Whoa. Uh, other guests at the VIP preview included Catherine Jenkins. <laughs> Princess Eugenie. <laughs> Prince Harry's ex-girlfriend, Cressida Boners. Ms. Boners arrived at the party wearing... Anyway, it goes... But Nancy DeLolio is, without a shadow of a doubt, the sexiest... Um, um, thank you, Ernie. I'm glad Ernie Almond is impressed that I managed to name all of the members of the Stone Roses. Thank you, Ernie. It's, it's one of my... It's my party piece. Imagine the fun parties I go to. 
uh, 08444991000 is the telephone number. Here's a good thing. I say a good thing, I don't believe it. They've cured migraines. No, they haven't. Millions of my... Well, maybe they have, I don't know. Millions of migraine sufferers could soon be offered relief after trials showed that... Inge- now, hang on, when you say soon be, I've just realised this is a newspaper story. That might mean in ten years. Let's read it and find out how much longer we've got to go. After trials showed that injections of a new drug could prevent attacks, I get migraines, I wrote about it on my website. And my migraines are the most intense pain. Honestly, were my migraines at their worst, if I had a gun, I say this not lightly, I would shoot myself in the head to make it stop. Honestly, it is the worst... Uh, it's incredible, the pain. I tend to throw up with my migraines as well, some of them. Hang on a second. Yes, line one. Hello, line one, you're on the air. Hello, Ian. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play you some audio of a celebrity with an apostrophe in their name. Oh, yeah. You've got to guess who it is. Oh, oh this is good. And so, OK, right, go. Is it D'Angelo? Nope. Is it someone who's coming on the show next week, Gilbert O'Sullivan? Oh, Terence Trent Darby! Terence Trent Darby! Next week? No, uh, no, Gilbert O'Sullivan is. Oh, okay. Thank you very much indeed. The week or next week or the week after? Is he not anymore? It's Gilbert O'Sullivan pulled out. Get on that microphone and tell me what's going on. I was excited by that. What's happened to Gilbert? I'm excited too, right? Because a uh, really nice PR woman who offers us lots of yeah. nice people uh, offered him up. And I was like, yeah, of yeah, course we'll, we'll have him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have a bit of that. Apparently, he's been very choosy this time around as to who he'll talk to. Yeah. And she said, unfortunately, he won't be talking to Talk Sport. And I went, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not Talk Sport. We're not Talk Sport. Yeah. And we've interviewed X, Y, and Z, and we don't yeah, interview yeah, yeah. people willy nilly. Yeah. We pe- interview yeah. people we love. Could you please go back to him? So yeah, she's yeah. going to go back to him. Well, I'm going to... Uh, well, I don't want... Oh God, I don't want to burn all my uh, Gilbert O'Sullivan CDs. Don't burn them yet, because he thinks he's going on with Goldstein, obviously. I'm tempted to burn them. I'm tempted to burn them um, and delete them all from my no. hard drive. I'm tempted to. But I don't want to do that. Shall I send that email? Send that, because I'm send very tempted to burn all of them. So, how are you going to do that? With a match or... Bunsen? Uh, Bunsen, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. going to get my mate Ted Bunsen to do it. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. So when I get migraines, I haven't had one. I started to get one the other day, and I guess I just caned way too many Nurofen just to get rid of it. Right. When I know that they're coming, I, I need to drink coffee and eat chocolate. I know, I know, I know, I know. It's but that those things should make it worse. They don't. If I if I can feel it coming, and it feels completely different from a headache. Right. It's like comparing having um, um, uh, you know an ache in your leg to having your leg am- amputated you know it's completely it's, it's, it's completely different things right and um if i can feel it coming if i get 
some caffeine and a big bar of chocolate in me that can sometimes turn it around but they're the migraines the most painful thing i go blind i go kind of blind where i can sort of see a i i, I can't recognize stuff in front of me it's so hard to explain and the pain is just incredible and then when you throw up and it's agony to throw up your everything is throbbing the best thing I, have to, I can do is sit in my car and put the aircon on super cold and take a load of neurofin. That's 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 the only thing that will um, will have an impact. Then I'm out of it for two days. Anyway, patients responded to the jab given monthly. Oh, you have monthly jab within three. You'll grow out of it. They said when I was eight and I went to the hospital. And my, you'll, you'll grow out of it. Oh, thanks, guys. When's that going to happen? Patients responded to the jab given monthly within three days of the first one, according to the trial results. Let's see now. It says soon, so let's see. Um, 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 it doesn't say. So that means that we, we're years off it. Thanks, guys. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Thanks a lot for nothing, guys. We were we were so close. We were so close to a cure. And yet there's no cure. And that makes me want to puke. It really makes me want to puke. Um, see, what, there's not really a lot in the... Uh... Oh, this is... I was going to say, this is brilliant. This is terrible. We had a loft conversion done. and we, we had a loft conversion done in the house we had in North London. And a new kitchen put in. And... Um, we made, this is how insane London prices are, right? So it cost us a fortune, right? It cost us, I don't know, like £70,000 something to have a whole house decorated, new kitchen and a loft conversion, right? And afterwards, we thought, oh, let's, let's get the house valued. This is London, right? Let's get the house valued to see if we've made our money back. You know, we were hoping oh, we, we, we'll have made our, you know, at least some of our money back. Not only have we made our money back, we made another 60 grand on top of it. It was insane. We'd only been there for two years. We went, right, let's sell, move out. Let's, let's, let's cash in our chips now, shall we? It was a nice house that I like that house. Um, anyway. Oh, hang on a second. Yes, line one. I forgot. I had an idea for a guest. Oh, yeah. Are you into Steeler's Wheel? No. Right. Okay, then no worries. What was the idea for a guest? Joe Egan from Steelers Wheel. You know, he was like, we're Rafferty and stuff. Thank you very much indeed. We had, um, we, we, uh, we, we had three builders come round. Some English ones, who were rubbish. Some Polish ones that we gave the gig to. Sorry, guys. And some other Polish ones who were rubbish. The other Polish ones that we didn't have... This guy, had, he'd, he'd been up building all night, he said. He was wired, and he was drinking a can of Red Bull as he was going around the house to give us the quote. And he was shaking, man. So you're not coming anywhere near. You're not coming anywhere near this. Oh, it was a nightmare, actually. It was a nightmare getting all that stuff done. We fell out with the um, the um, uh, the architect, and oh, it was, I, had to, I had to argue with people. I had to tell um, both the architect and the builders who were arguing with each other, blaming each other for a massive muff-up. I said, right, guys, stop effing around now. Can we sort this out? You're getting right on my tits. That's what I said. Uh, anyway, so there's a picture of this house, right? It's end of terrace house, and it's all very, very nice. The owners had wished for a dramatic transformation of their £700,000 Victorian home. 
Okay, fair enough. But they got more than they bargained for when the end of terrace property collapsed. It collapsed during building work. Four, five, six, seven. Just doing my back counting. We got, we got the back counting sorted out. We'll have them with a nice, miserable song, shall we? In just 30 minutes, their renovation dreams were reduced to rubble when the upper floor of the property crashed to the ground in a cloud of dust and debris. Pictures taken yesterday show the roof bowing, 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 and the walls of the property buckling dangerously before the structure tumbles earthwards in a matter of minutes. Go! You bloody idiots! What have you done? You'd be gutted, wouldn't you? The house is, but you would be as well. Locals later claimed builders had removed uh, yeah, internal walls along with supports in the roof space, apparently leaving the structure critically wicked. Don't take away, don't take away the, the, the walls that hold up the blooming thing. Is it a supporting wall? Well, I don't know. Let's take it down. We'll find out. Don't take down the supporting walls. The house in Lewisham, south-east London, was believed to have been bought for £660,000 in January as an investment by Sajda Hack-Williams and her husband, Robert. It was undergoing extensive work by builders and was empty at the time. But five months after work began, neighbours were ordered to evacuate their homes. <laughs> Jesus. After the roof began to sag overnight. Police cordoned off the area on Tuesday. But minutes after experts arrived to inspect the site the next day, the roof in front of the house came crashing down. Flipping heck. Horrified onlookers likened the sound of the collapse to a bomb, and some described an ear-splitting crunch. Arch now, this is where it gets a bit suspicious. Architect Ted Ashton, who was passing the property on his way to work. Were you really, Mr Ashton? There is um, a really interesting character, and I can't find any evidence of this, but I know I've read it. I know I've read it in the Jill Dando murder, right? There was a fella in the street that Jill Dando was murdered on the day she was murdered, hiding in a skip. Do you remember this? This happened, right? And I can't find any evidence, but I know I read it. He was hiding in a skip, and the police took him in and he was questioned and he gave his name as lord something right tall thin fella gave his name as lord something right they he had, they found it had nothing to do with it right but he'd also been at the scene of two other murders over the past 15 years this is tomorrow that's what i'm doing i'm gonna try and find that evidence again because i've read i've read this story years ago if anyone can find me the link to this guy he was hiding in a skip in the street on the day that jill dando was murdered uh, and i honestly i remember i wish i'd kept the newspaper cutting because nobody else remembers that and there's no way i dreamt that you couldn't even you couldn't dream that stuff ma'am that stuff had to be real. So if anybody knows... And his name was like Lord Ashton or something. I don't think he was a real lord. I think he bought his lordship 
on Tinternet. And that's where he got it from. So if anybody has any evidence on that, at Ian Lee. All right, guys, that's it. That's your lot. I'm going to play you a miserable song, but it's a good one, from the Crash Test Dummies' first album, When They Were Good. I'm still young, but I know my days are numbered. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and so on But a time will come when these numbers have all ended And all I've ever seen will be forgotten Won't you come to my funeral when my days are done Life's not long So I hope when I am finally dead and gone To gather around When I am lowered into the ground When my coffin is sealed And I'm safely six feet under Perhaps my friends will see fit then to judge me Or when they pause to consider all my blunders I hope they won't be too quick to begrudge me Won't you come to my funeral when my days are done not long So I hope when I am finally dead and gone To gather around When I am lowered into the ground If I should die before I wake up I pray that Lord my soul will take but my body, my body, it's your job. Well, I can't be sure where I'm headed after death. To heaven, hell, or yon to that great vest But if I cared, I would like to meet my maker It's one or two things I'd sure like to ask Won't you come to my funeral and my days are done Life's not long So I hope when I am finally dead and gone To gather around 
When I am lowered into the Radio. Intelligent, organic entertainment. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 